the What Are You Doing movie archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Batman Returns. Pop in your DVD or blurry, press play, press pause when the Warner Brothers logo fades to black and snow. And you get to the point where the thingy has faded to black and snow like we have here, press pause. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, at which point I'll press play, you'll press play, watch the movie together, perfect scene, we'll get another coming to four friends in your head. So friends this week are myself as always, Tim Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter, greetings, Michael Dorkman Scott, Hello. and Trey Stokes worked on Batman Returns. Mm. Uh, at, up until today, I had gone my entire life having never seen any Batman that Christopher Nolan didn't direct. Huh. Yeah. And this was my first experience with that. I didn't oh, have man. time to watch Batman. We really ought to have put Batman and Robin on the poll. I tell yeah. you Woo. what. <laughs> so this was my first time watching it, and um, I didn't really care for it that much. I thought it, it, it's obviously a Tim Burton movie, and I've, I've liked Tim Burton <laughs> yeah. movies before. It's, it's, it's a Tim Burton movie and not a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, oh, yeah. That's a good distinction. <laughs> yes, it it's, it, well, the thing I was talking about earlier, and I guess this Tim has Burton been, obviously doesn't give one shit for Batman. No, doesn't it, care at it, all. It, it, both movies, is like Batman is like a supporting character. I was saying this earlier, and Mike said that it's actually kind of a, a, a statement that's been made about the movie for a long time, and I, I, you know, I just saw it for the first time, so I hadn't been thinking about what other people have said about it. But... There's not a lot of Batman in this movie. He does. He doesn't even show up. He's in one scene in the first half hour of yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I like it. this is like the Penguin movie, uh, which is good. It's I the guess. Penguin slash Catwoman movie, just yeah. like the first Batman. If you've never seen that, is is about the Joker and not about Batman. And uh, Danny DeVito, I thought was fun in this. And I was reading the wiki page, and I guess Roger Ebert was the guy who who had shat on it at the time and said, I. I don't really like watching the Penguin. I just feel pity for him yeah, all the time. Yeah, he said this movie made him sad, Yeah, <laughs> basically. He's, he's alternately sad and disgusting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But that's made up for by how strikingly hot Michelle Pfeiffer is. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, my yeah. God yeah. in heaven hot. Yeah. Uh, but everything else was kind of, you know, fun. I know there were some penguins in this movie, and yeah. I think that's I think that's probably what your contribution was. That's what I was Penguin of. stuff? I, Unless you I were puppeteering a... uh, Christopher Walken. Well, I have a, I have a story about Christopher Walken. As Hooray! Well. Yay! <laughs> I have two stories about Christopher Walken. One of which one of which is indirectly about Christopher Walken, but one of which um, is is it may not be my your favorite story to hear me tell, but it is my favorite showbiz story. It comes from this movie. Yay! Ooh. This is gonna be fun. Well, anyway, on I the whole, a, I have a guess as to what it might be, but I won't ruin it. Yeah, I, I, d- I doubt you do, but uh, <laughs> this is I, I have my few good, you know. I, the penguins themselves are actually very little screen time in this movie, yeah. so I don't have. We can we'll use part of the time to talk about Batman in general. Yes, it's not going to be absolutely. just me talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. But. Now, uh, generally speaking, what I was the most excited about with watching this movie uh, today when I saw it was I've spent my entire life not watching these movies, thinking that I, I I'll bet you I know exactly what these movies are going to feel like, and I was dead on right. <laughs> if this is what Tim Burton does with a movie. I, I didn't need to see it to know what was going on. I, I, I walked into this one going, is it going to be? Yep. And that's what it was. Not not something that I would revisit. I'm interested to see the original Batman. Uh, what I take away from this is the fucking amazing score. Even though it's so in your face the entire movie. Danny Elfman. I, I just love it. Yeah. Danny Elfman's here. And he does this. Over and over again. It's so cool. Danny, what do you got for me? Oh, I don't know something like this. Yes. Genius. Brian, how did you feel about Batman Returns? It's one of those things I grew up on. I grew up on both of these. And I hadn't seen it. I think I saw it maybe four years ago or something. That was my first, like, revisit in adulthood and then it wasn't until then that i kind of had the same realization that a lot of other people had was like yeah batman isn't in this movie really hardly (laughs) at all this movie is about uh, mainly the michael keaton 11 million dollars um really yeah yeah he didn't even even when the scenes he was in he wasn't there that's right (laughs) because it doesn't in in tim burton's movies it doesn't matter who plays batman (laughs) 
It's not it, a big after deal. all the furor about Michael Keaton playing Batman, it doesn't matter who that is. Crazy. Anyone could be that character. Um, I, it, it, it is very true. It's, it's unquestionable. Yeah, this is much more Penguin's movie than it is really Batman's movie or anybody's movie for the most part. But rewatching it today, I do. I like. Penguin's movie being what it is, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not a Batman movie. It's but a really twisted Tim Burton movie that they they finance by putting Batman in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's and weird to me because it feels like something that Danny DeVito might have directed. Aside from yeah. the styling, the the brooding yeah, like a, darkness of it, like, like a fever dream one night. Exactly. <laughs> somehow got ninety million dollars to make. So, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's not something I don't think I will ever probably revisit again, or at least it's not going to ever have the. Feeling like I need to watch Batman Returns today. That's how I need to spend That's, my Saturday you know what? afternoon. Um, That's what I need to do. But I got, I got enough, you know, enjoyment out of. I mean, Danny DeVito does give a great performance, absolutely, and uh, Christopher Walken is fucking awesome to watch as always. <laughs> yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer wears and a, Michelle a little. Pfeiffer yeah, is um, dressed up like a black sperm. That's not CGI. Ooh, that is <laughs> that is just just okay with you. Oh boy! Yeah. Although I am, sur- I, I was surprised watching it again myself how much CGI is very in this. proto CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the very... whole penguin sequence at the end and them swimming. Yeah, yeah. and the bats. The and bats then, are always the, CG. The, the Batmobile um, transition. The Batmobile yeah. transition. I was just like, early, oh, that's fucking early proto that? CG. Ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. So they would have been working on it like ninety ninety one. Yeah, that's crazy. Dorkman, you grew up with this movie, right? I did. I the, the like the the pre Nolan <laughs> Batman franchise. <laughs> what a twisted thing to be grown up. With. Is in the <laughs> yeah because I because we explains a lot. It's a sick movie. I didn't watch I didn't watch the first Batman a lot growing up because I think it was just too kind of dull for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one w- was like all the like the sound and cut. Co- well, not color is Batman uh, Burton, but um, I mean the just the, <laughs> yeah. the very interesting color design. is the wrong word. Yeah, color <laughs> is the wrong word. But it was uh, the d- production design. Uh, yeah, it was very it was like the stark look of it. It, it just. It was certainly the uh, probably the most stylized movie I'd ever seen, and I think that fascinated me um, on some level. And uh, like the the Batman franchise encompasses my my uh, growth in understanding movies because Batman Returns, rewatching it now, I'm like, this is kind of terrible, but <laughs> but I liked it at the time. And then and then Batman Forever. I recall liking, but God knows. I haven't <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. I, think, I think that one. Batman, like the, the two Schumacher Batmans, I re- for me, are the first instance in my they life. They broke you? Where it's like, no, that was bad. Movies, like when, when movies you're a kid, can be bad. Yeah, yeah, when you're a kid, it's lights and sound. It's fucking well, awesome. Yeah. doesn't matter. Bat- Batman Forever, I, I liked at the time. Uh, Batman and Robin was that was experience that, yeah. where I was like, I will say Batman shit, Forever is bad. better than Batman Batman and Robin, Forever yeah. is the Val Kilmer, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, Val, the Batman Forever for me is again is notable. It, again, doesn't it proves once again. It's like George Clooney, Val Kilmer, whatever, whoever it doesn't yeah. matter who's in the freaking mask. Um, for my money, actually, George Clooney is the best. I think Batman. he's the best Batman. I, I hey, for, what it's, for what it's worth, I agree. But uh, and Freeze is ridiculous. But I I do kind of I do kind of dig Jim Carrey. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah the I agree. I think that's Absolutely. you know that movie exists for Jim Carrey to do his thing. Yeah. So anyway, go on. Um, but yeah, my my re- rewatching this. Exactly the same thing you were talking about to the extent, and this is, I'm not even joking, like this literally was happening as I was watching it. 
every time there was a Batman scene, I, not just the first time, like every time there was a Batman scene, I was like, oh yeah, Batman's in this. <laughs> like that, that was that was the extent to how much I forgot Batman. Was Get out of there, Batman! You are not <laughs> yeah. Penguin. You are Batman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, when does Batman return? <laughs> <laughs> Several times. Every the movie. so often, <laughs> Batman returns. Yeah. Every so often, yeah, actually, he returns. You know, they, some really well placed Batman cameos in this movie. Yeah. They could just call it Batman intersperses. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it's kind of. Yeah, it doesn't really like go anywhere that yeah. that far, and it's, it's. But as a penguin movie, like a, don't you, penguin does, movie, don't you really want right? to see a penguin movie? I I would, and it's and it's interesting because I grew up, I uh, for me uh, up until like kind of uh, this movie and especially the Nolan stuff. For me, Batman was the Adam West Batman. That's yeah. what I grew up on as Batman, yeah. and uh, so so this was really. These were really interesting to me, and and re-exploring it, and especially now looking back from the Chris Nolan perspective, because yeah. this was like dark and gritty for its time. But it's <laughs> like you look at it and you're like, this is still really silly. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> very cartoonish. Considered. But but it was the serious Batman compared to <laughs> yeah. what Batman was, which yeah, was the exactly. Adam, Adam West camp Batman. Yeah, but like the 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 umbrellas and stuff. I'm like, I. F- so this whole time you're just going to be sitting here going, "That's stupid. I like it." I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I what I'm going to say about it. I feel like so you haven't seen it recently. I, fe- yeah, I saw it yesterday. Okay. Oh, okay. I saw it yesterday, oh, and right. and so I'm like, I feel like I have things to say, but I'm not going to know what they are until they come out of my mouth. <laughs> Interesting. <spontaneously> come bursting <laughs> out of you. Yeah. Now, Trey, at the time, did you see Batman, the original Batman, when it came out? Who didn't? It was the biggest movie of, the, of its time. Did you Did you watch that and go, "I love this so much. I hope I work on the sequel." No, I, I didn't think that. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a fun, you know insane movie it was, there's no escaping it i mean it was just like the batman you know ba- dark knight of 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 that era it was like you know the biggest movie of the year and uh, you know a phenomenon that uh, you know was was came that was ex- unexpected how big a phenomenon it was you know it's like seriously the beetlejuice guy <laughs> and the star of beetlejuice made the biggest block but really the peewee with Pee-wee's music by the guy from Pee- Pee-wee's 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 big adventure dude made a movie that was the biggest movie of all time and then peewee and yeah in yeah. this one exactly we'll he there. does a cameo in this one actually not just peewee but uh, the the wife is also from from peewee uh, peewee's big adventure weird um so yeah it was kind of like tim burton going that's right i'm that guy you met um, so that that movie was the first movie was was a huge thing. I just uh, you know I it, I, don't, I don't recall it being my dream to work on a sequel to uh, to a Batman movie. It's no, you sat there longing. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lifelong ambition. Uh, uh. Uh, I'll admit it. Um, no. Yeah. You know, the phone rang one day. They just needed lots. They they just wanted every warm body in town to come in and wiggle penguins. So I did that, but uh, came away with. Uh, some of my better stories in this T-shirt I'm wearing. It's I'm a wearing, nice T-shirt. I like my shirt. actual Batman Returns T-shirt designed by Tim Burton himself. This cool. is my actual vintage Batman Returns. Crit- That's always the fun t-shirt. thing about working on anything is you get the the cool crew stuff that you get yeah. to wear and jackets. Yeah, but uh, hats. But yeah, so I, I ended up spending several weeks in a refrigerated soundstage with Christopher Walken and Doug Jones and live penguins wearing rocket packs, um, and uh, and got some good stories out of it, which I'll share with you. So, if but as a movie, I just rewatched it myself the other day because I literally don't think I've seen it since it came out. And wow, is this a hot mess of a movie! Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> wow. I, I'd forgotten. I, I remembered it as I watched. It. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what happens. But wow, it's it's a it's a nutty movie. Are you hooked yet? You're at the point where the Warner <laughs> Brothers logo has faded to black and snow, like we are here. Put your finger on the button. <laughs> Three, two, one, on pause, and we're in. Now this. 
is this? Yeah, I think it is a miniature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love the way Tim Burton uses miniatures uh, in this and in Ed Wood. It shows up also where he'll build the entire location as a miniature and just fly the camera through it like an asshole. And I love it every <laughs> and single time. It's okay time. that you can tell what it's a miniature. Yeah, it's just well, stylistically that's something. Pee-wee. Basically, Pee-wee. what Tim Burton's nope. style yeah. is is it allows for things like that to make sense. It's uh-huh. fantastical yeah. and and weird and. That's he, a, that is exactly what he's I was like thinking. goth Harry Potter. When there was when there's the shot where he's flying into the zoo and everything, I'm like, this is so Tim Burton, and it's, f- for some reason it's just okay in this movie. <laughs> it's just I, I don't feel like it ought to be in a Batman movie, but it's fine. You know, it totally makes sense. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman looks like Shia LaBeouf. Argue. I think he I, looks, th- I think I think he looks like Shia LaBeouf in this. I think he looks tremendously like uh, Dave Foley in this scene, in, the, in this kind of makeup here. That's just me. I I took it when I was growing up. It took me forever to believe that that was Pee Wee. <laughs> like, I was like, no, uh. no, that can't be. Pee-wee. As I recall, the timing of it is this is kind of the oh, Pee Wee's back on the big screen after his big uh, public. Thing. Which I wasn't oh, there. I, I was there yeah. for the whole Bill Clinton thing, where the entire com- country lost their minds because they got a BJ. Yeah, as if like we didn't have JFK for a president yeah. somehow, but yeah. everyone lost their minds. And I was there going, what and the fuck? And also, I'm still going to go on record. Good for him. If he can- <laughs> I was, I was yeah, not there yeah. for the Pee Wee Herman thing. I was not part of the, I wasn't conscious of, of how that was going. I just look back on it and go, did we really care that he was jerking off in a porn theater? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that we, was the weird. Yeah, we cared a lot because yeah. he was already famous. So yeah. that's, yeah, what, that's, that's why we right. I mean, like, I get it. I was, it's like equivalent to if the guy from Blue's Clues was jerk, but it's like, yeah. it's a, he was, yeah. When I, when I was younger, I misunderstood. I thought it was just a movie theater. I'm like, well, that wasn't that's, cool. That's inappropriate. Yeah, if it was a porn theater, it's like, well, what do you go there for? <laughs> yeah, <then? laughs> yeah right. what did you think he was doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I recall, I think I think it was happened before this, and he, you know, he was off the radar for several years. And you notice that this is a cameo in which he doesn't even talk. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's not like look, Pee Wee Herman, right, everybody. Right, it's more low. like look, a guy yeah. in a movie. You know, this is uh, always thought, looked at this as Burton doing, you know, his pal a favor. Yeah, yeah I'll give you a job. How do you write into a script? Um, you just you just say this happens. Titles roll over scene or something yeah. like that. Because I always want to. Yeah. I always yeah. think like in the script. Yeah, this, this would this, be a paragraph long. This wouldn't be a three. If you wrote three it in at all, sequence, I yeah. mean, you know, often well, you no, don't just be like you know the, the thing goes write, down the sewer. You don't necessarily write where the credits even happen in a, in a script. It's not. It's sometimes it's if, if you have the idea and you you can, and you say titles yeah. happen over the following, and then you describe especially the especially if if you decide to do that at all. Especially older scripts did that a lot more. Nowadays, they, yeah. the, the, nowadays it's like we'll figure out the credits. Well, yeah, because nowadays credits are on top of the movie, and there's no actual credit. Sequence yeah. half yeah. the time. Now, right now, now, nowadays, it's this the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. It's the crazy fucking CG sequence. I, just yeah. yesterday, I watched that uh, and the the, CG unro- bats. the unrolling more of the title more than the bats. I was like, whoa! Ooh, <laughs> now, over that entire sequence and the sequence we're about to get, we're getting the Batman suite by Danny oh, yeah. Elfman, which. I know you guys know this, but Danny Elfman's the guy from Oingo Boingo. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Danny Elfman wrote, you know, Only a Lad and Little Girls and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And then you give the guy an orchestra, and you get this, and it's the. In my for my money, this is the best superhero theme of any of them. Uh, I'm gonna I say go Superman. Super, the, Superman but, is, a, is Superman a, is yeah. really yeah. iconic. It's great. Well, Superman has a different tone to it yeah. because Superman has a different tone yeah. to it as, a, as more, a topic. This has a good sort of mix of that weird kind of dark undertone. Yeah. that Batman is not entirely. Oh, this, this, Batman is not Superman. This is a perfect theme for Batman. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It has that weird. This is way better than Hans Zimmer's score for the Batman movies yeah. that came out recently. Which, if you recall, I'll hum it for you. Um, <laughs> ba, ba. Bat wings. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't even qualify as a yeah as a as a theme because it's not a, there's no melody to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is very 
Burton-ish, like this whole intro. But I was struck watching it because uh, exactly what you're talking about. You've got this rollicking theme song, and then it's like just this slow passage of yeah. a fucking, <laughs> you know. No, but what, in the chat room they're saying Superman wins, and I understand. Uh, I disagree, but I, I understand why because it is super iconic, and it's also been around for 35 years. But I, just something about this, everything is firing in this score in terms of it's, it's, it's doing what it needs to do for the actual purposes of what's on screen. And as a piece of music, it has the right attitude. It's got this sort of almost doofus well, quality I, to it. I think Superman does, too, for what that is. Yeah. I think yeah. it's apples and oranges Superman in that way. Superman is kind of a blander guy, and the score is a little yeah, bit but more... Yeah, that, but that Superman score, I, I want to tie... If I hear, dun, that, if I hear dun, the dun. first five notes, I want to tie a towel around my neck and run around the living room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just you can't not do that. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah, once, I, I once worked out to the Superman score and hurt myself really bad. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah, laughs> you try and move the planet and stuff, and you realize you can't. I... Years ago, a friend of mine, I've said this I think, in other commentaries where Elfman's come up, but uh, says you can, you can characterize Elfman, he characterized Elfman really easily. He said, to Elfman, everything is percussion. Every yeah. instrument is a percussion. Yes, that's right. I'm a trombonist. I can't freaking do this. I'll die of hyperventilation. No, but I love I love it so much. And and like I was saying, it actually kind of has a doofus quality to it. The Batman kind of thing to it. And I think it's perfect for this movie. Yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. And interestingly... It also worked fine for the Batman animated series, which, despite actually being a cartoon, is slightly less cartoony than some of I, these movies. I completely agree. I grew up on both of these, the, the Batman movies, but yeah. also the cartoon. I think, I think the cartoon is still... Nolan's is amazing, the cartoon, but for the, my money, the cartoon is the pinnacle of Batman the cartoon, portrayal. The cartoon took over for me as to what Batman was right. from the Adam West one when yeah. it finally came okay. on TV. By the yeah. way, just uh, um, we shot we shot a large portion of the movie. It's a Warner Brothers movie. We shot on the Warner Brothers lot. The actual um, Penguin Lair the, with the water tank was actually shot at Universal because Universal had a studio stage water with tank. a water tank. It's the Esther Williams tank. Um, but this was a Warner Brothers set. Um, and... I think we only shot like one or two. There's only one or two brief penguin scenes here that I was involved in. But this, this we get to, you could walk around on the sound stages whether or not you were shooting on them. And this is, was a mind-boggling set. I mean, it's all this is a real set. This is all for true. It's it's all there. <laughs> the the statues, which the guys who built the statues, uh, I was acquainted with one of them. They were called the Lever Brothers. Um, and they're they're it's what you see. This this entire space is a real a real place. It's a real set, and it was amazing to look at. It's As is the zoo exterior and the forest was also a real set. There's a miniature version that we, we see. And the interior also a full scale. The, the, the penguin lair. Well, the interior well. of the penguin lair is, yeah. yeah. That's, the universal that's, one. That's the universal lot. Okay. It, it's interesting because there's a number of, like, a good chunk of the movie actually takes place in Gotham Square here. This set, which yeah, I they got no a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah. But, um,. It, it almost <laughs> the line producer saying you're goddamn right. Yeah, half the movie is going to happen. Can't here. that happen in Gotham Square? I guess. But yeah. what's I mean, what's interesting is I from a perspective of nowadays because, like you said, this is all real nowadays. There's extensions all the time, and Danny Elfman just got all up in our face with the choir there. <laughs> oh by yeah. The way. But um, nowadays there's there's extensions and stuff like that. So despite how huge that set is, and you look at it and you're like, those are people. <laughs> they're walking around. Yeah. And there's no. Um, oh, they probably the, just use those mass. are all people, and they all have feelings. Yeah, credit cards. There, they probably um, use massive for that. Yeah, but but compared to today, I'm like that set weirdly makes Gotham feel small because actually, so much yeah. stuff takes place there. Yeah. You know, and it looks okay, like yeah, it feels yeah. like that's the whole city. And right. you're like, <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate that that's a huge set, but it makes the city but feel. Yeah, small. It, it, city it makes the it. city feel claustrophobic. Yeah. 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 Which is which is again the stylistic thing is that Gotham is this you know it's this non-existent city as Eddie pointed out last week that you know it's the the DC world 
everything is an analog to our world. Right, it's right. not New York City, it's Gotham City. Right. Uh, but Gotham in the Tim Burton world is this very bizarro, you know, it's Which almost I think very German impressionistic, you know, with these statues and these faces all over yeah. the places. It has a very metropolis kind of a feel to it. Just this very like architecture. Fritz Lang metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Not Superman. Yeah, yeah. Not Superman metropolis. Fritz yeah. Lang metropolis. Feel it gets to made it. fun of more often than it ever gets commended. But I think it's actually worth pointing out that, for one reason or another, and it's just the way that the the chemicals happen at the right time when he was growing up. Tim Burton is responsible for a very distinct style, <laughs> and yes. and we make fun of it. But name another guy that has that pervasively created something that you can always go. That looks like sure. blank name. Sure. Like that's that's if if everyone could do that, everyone would. Right. And it's I it's crazy and it's sort of unfortunate that he was sort of like custom created by God to be the hot yeah. topic guy. But Tim, yeah. yeah, Tim Burton. Tim Burton is one of the few people where it's like you look at one of his movies and you're like, yeah, Alter Theory. I totally see where you come from <laughs> on that one because damn. But just the spirals and the curly cues yeah. and the pencil look and all that, Although, plus the heavy could makeup. You, could you the heaviest shit makeup? Like, um, like Ed Wood or Big Fish? I haven't seen Big Fish in a while. I saw Ed Wood recently. Um, I don't know if you you could peg. I think at you least could peg Ed Wood for the at for the miniature Wood, yeah. for the miniature stuff. Big maybe. Fish is one of the more sort of out of the box yeah. kind of movies. Yeah. Which, uh, it's a good movie. It's a, I actually enjoyed that movie. But um, yeah, it's 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 the least one of the least Burton esque movies there that he's made. I just can't think of another guy that has that much of a visual style to all of his stuff. Michael that Bay. Dis- that distinctive. Visual I guess Bay style. Bay does have a thing, mm-hmm. but he's not. It's not it, Bay's thing. Isn't art direction? It's photography. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and, I and that's the that. thing. That's the question. Are you saying in terms of well, I guess production design or visual style in ge- more general? It, well, I think, well, in general, then it depends. Because like, Burton is, you know, his his, his background is art. He's yeah, a, he's, he's an artist, an animator, and you know, so he draws. Um, in fact, the the uh, story that I have later um, involves a. Uh, uh, it's the, it involves the the burned up my story, and I won't tell it to the end because it won't be appropriate till then. But uh, the, it involves the burned up Christopher Walken head that you have. Uh-huh. You see at the end, where um, that, one of the things I got to see from that is Burton said it should look like this, <laughs> and there was a little you know co- literally cocktail napkin-y uh-huh. sketch that he did that looked like every picture Tim Burton has ever drawn yeah. in his life. It was bug eyes and a little black thing with wavy spiky hair sticking out of it. And it's like, oh, yeah. is that S- Edward Scissorhands? What is that? It could be <laughs> anything you've ever done. There's a wonderful documentary. Like, he literally said, I want to look like this. I was like, well, of course you want it to look like that. You want everything to look yeah. like that. It, it looks very much like uh, it reminded me a lot of a lot of the effects in Beetlejuice, especially like exactly. the shrunken head look. It literally could have been a drawing of Beetlejuice or Edward Scissorhands <laughs> or anything else. It remind, and there's a wonderful documentary called Waking Sleeping Beauty. Uh, that's about the sort of Disney animated You've film. Mentioned that several times. Uh, I really need to remember to watch. You need that. to watch. It's it's great. And what's cool about that is it was shot by fuck. I would I had his name a second ago and now I lost it. But it's one of the Pixar guys. And it was shot by those oh, those guys or at least parts of it. No no no. It's one of the the second tier names that you've heard before but you don't remember as much. Um, where it's basically just about the Disney Renaissance from like Little Mermaid to Lion King, that kind of realm. And it's great and it's really interesting. And it's talking about how they had eschewed all the things before and all these other things. And they're just sort of at one point walking through the animation building at like in 1986, maybe five. And it's like, hey, I'm this guy. Oh, this, there's, there's, John, there's Johnny Lasseter over there. Hey, John. And, he's, and he kind of like, at one point, the camera guy just kind of turns over and looks into another room. And there's just this little meek dude with black hair <laughs> just poking his head out of the wood. And there's Tim. Back out! <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that's adorable. That's exactly what I was hoping to see. And the sort of the corollary documentary that is on Netflix streaming now is called the Pixar Story, which uses a lot of footage from the same interviews in different ways, and it's about Pixar. Both are outstanding. Sleeping Beauty, Waking Sleeping Beauty is really outstanding, and the Pixar Story is just great. And uh, Pixar is on Netflix right now. 
It's crazy to know how much Steve Jobs was involved in Pixar. Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't realized how much yeah. Pixar is literally, like, a Steve Jobs thing. Oh, yeah. That comes up a lot in his uh, biography, too. I'm like, damn, they talk about Pixar almost as much as they talk about Apple in that book. Um, yeah, so this is when the movie, I, again, being cartoony, because now they're being attacked by the circus gang, um, it, it's like... The movie almost aggressively doesn't make sense in yeah. some ways, because <laughs> it's like, how? Where did he does so many things? Where it's like, where did he get the money well, to do well, this? Well, the circus and gang is is the Joker's old gang, right? Or are no, they no, supposed no, to be no, a new one? No, it's a, it's a whole. It's you know, they 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 live underground at the zoo, like all circus gangs. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, they're it's 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 the corollary to. And this is where the sort of the comic book sensibility. It's the corollary to this movie. Literally implies that everything Batman does is built by him and and and, yes. and his yeah. butler. Yeah, and, they, and, they, they and literally have built everything. Yeah, they, that and we have this shot it. here, and they talk about this in oh, the behind. Look, in the who's bo- that guy? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah. They it, they say explicitly they were going for this feel in the behind the scenes, which seems totally ridiculous. But it's like, yes, I mean, he's a guy who has he's nothing else but Batman, and when the bat signal isn't on, he just sits there in the dark, wait, wait, <laughs> waiting, waiting for the to, bat signal to, to come be on. Who he really is, and when it does, he's and the movie does deal with that. This, you know, that's the, a cool theme. Yeah. I like that theme. That's that's that, and it's actually brought out. Um, someone pointed it out. It's actually interesting. Is that uh, it, when at the scene of the masked ball, he and Selena Kyle are the only people who aren't yeah. wearing masks yeah. because being people is their mask. Right. Yeah. They're really Catwoman I like and Batman. I love this. There's a great, like, undertone or theme of this whole like class warfare. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Shrek is the is the industrial capitalist who's really running the well, show, especially the, the showing go- up now. Yeah, well, right it, now you know, the for, whole like it's the, a political. The plot s- of, this movie's a political satire. Is yeah, what it is. Yeah, well, and the the plot which I totally never Penguin. got growing up. Right, yeah. but re- oh, watching really? it today. <laughs> well, I was yeah. you know watching it as a kid is the same way, but rewatching it today, like, wow, there's. There's some political shit going yeah. on here. Um, <laughs> it's like Mike watching The Matrix going, oh, this is a lot like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even. I was I was really drunk. I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, Burned it's crazy how much you could see this being a Project Mayhem thing from Fight Club or a Joker thing from Dark Knight. Like it has that it has the th- it, well, I guess it fits. Is, it, is what I'm by, the way, by the way, they just like came out of the present. The police drove up into the drove up into the plaza and then went, call Batman. It's like, you <laughs> yeah. didn't even try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> screw the clowns. Were, oh, no, we can't handle this. Yeah, we've dealt, he's dealt <laughs> with Oh, no, they're before. dressed up. Yeah. Now, it goes he's, hand, he's got a mask on. It I goes hand in it. hand with uh, the Dark Knight that his Batmobile is just this weird soul-crushing tank. But I think this is a fucking badass Batmobile. This and, I, I this like and the, the animated series are yeah. the two. Yeah. They're, they're the same the one. The, the animated series one basically looks like this one, doesn't it? Uh, similar, but they're yeah. different. Okay. I think well, it's it's interesting that you know the 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 difference. We can talk a little bit about the difference between you know Nolan versus Burton. Is this yeah. this takes place in some weird, timeless alternate Burton universe? Dream. You know, yeah. it's you know it's not the it's not modern day. It's this weird amalgamation. It's got a very you know the costumes and the you know everything else has a very sort of forties kind of yeah. noirish you know fifties. Um, whereas Nolan is very aggressively no no it's our world, our present day. Yeah. Um, and so the the Batmobile in Nolan, I think, is a perfectly sort of rational. It fits, yeah. It's a practical Batmobile. It's like, and not only that, but Nolan actually accounts for in one of the few ways that anyone's ever tried where to account from. for where all that shit comes from. Yeah, is that he has an actual R and D department that actually builds actual things, and he just takes what he what he likes. You know what occurs to me? This would actually make a good double feature with Roger Rabbit. <laughs> it does. It's got the same vibe. It's got the same tone. It's got everything. It's a little darker than Roger Rabbit, but you know, but not by much. Not by much. No. <laughs> Well, that's just because Roger Rabbit is so heinously dark. Yeah. Um, 
Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Oh, and hi, I lied. That's cute. Okay. No, but seriously, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. I didn't. I didn't say this on the. On the Admit recording. it, my character. We were talking about this too. before. <laughs> no. Um, would you? Would you actually consider? Be my. <laughs> she. Uh, I watched the the um the Adam West Batman, but for some reason, I I must just never have seen Eartha Kitt uh-huh, episodes. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, she was a good Catwoman too. Yeah. No. Julie, Julie Newmar was an awesome yeah. Catwoman. She was. Julie Newmar. She's the Catwoman. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think I ever saw anyone play Catwoman on that show. I think I just missed those episodes somehow, um, or they didn't stick in my brain. Uh, but so Michelle Pfeiffer to me growing up was Catwoman. Catwoman. She's yeah. your iconic Catwoman. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly okay. And it's also the only thing that I really know Michelle Pfeiffer from. <laughs> we were talking about that before. <laughs> it's like said. right now, name another Michelle Pfeiffer movie. Yeah. I can uh, I, Sabrina? Gre- I can name what lies Grease beneath. Two. What lies beneath. Was she in Grease Two? Yes. She, she was. That was a very early film for her. That was before she was a star, really. Grease two cruise control. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Grease too, the greasening. Yeah, she's 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 actually you know she's actually quite good as an actress. It's a shame. She's I so like damn, her. Yeah, she's so damn pretty. She um, is damn she's, pretty. She's a she's a fine actress trapped in a beautiful face and body. And she's in her fifties uh, now. And you look at her have. her picture on Wiki. She's you know in her fifties now. And you look at the picture and you're like, damn. Yeah. Well, God, you've always been hot. Not that recently, not that long ago, she was in Stardust and was great in that. Oh yeah, yeah she fun. was. Yeah. Yes, Stardust. Yeah. That's on the list. As <laughs> she well, was in Robert. She was. She was Robert that De Niro. Count, Mike. You don't get that. No. One. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From now on. Here we go with our, my, my my almost fetishized miniature love. Here, this is so cool. Yep. And it looks exactly like that abandoned theme park out between L.A. and Vegas, except the, for the all water the, park. That water park, man. Although, I, I want to film a zombie like killing off zombies movie there so bad. Skate, Although, a slash skate movie. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you you watch the, the skaters be can be. Footage. It worked for Buffy. The skaters can be vampire couples. Whenever, right. whenever you look at uh, you know, I look at this and we just flew through the old zoo. You know, it's abandoned now, but whatever. Yeah. Even imagining it in its heyday, it's like, what is wrong with Gotham City? <laughs> <laughs> That's what their so, zoo looks okay, like. Okay, so here's here's the first scene that I was actually involved in because, okay. and just to set the stage for you. Okay, so they're on at this point, they're sitting on this uh, large island in the middle of this tank, um, and all these half these penguins are the little tiny ones. The Adelis are real penguins, as you can see. You can tell that they're real penguins. Um, I actually am. This shot here with him feeding. There's the penguin right next to him on the right. The penguin just next to that one on the right is me. I remember that. that I remember specifically. But see, okay, there you go. You have a wide shot. There's about 20 or 30 of us all in that little island underneath looking at the, the shot on monitors, wiggling our penguin joysticks. Um, it, we called it. Is that what you call it? That's a, yeah, we called it Das Boat is what we called it because we're literally under the waterline and it leaked under there. So we had bilge pumps going constantly so we didn't get flooded. And we would actually be, we'd have to call out, like, we need to t- turn on more bilge pumps because the water's up to three inches, you know, on the soles of my shoes now. Um, if it gets any higher, we're all going to get electrocuted, Yeah, we're all right? going to die. We're lucky we got televisions all over the place. I mean, everything was on GFIs, but um, but we're all packed into this little space, and we had to hide down there. And, and, and you're looking at this giant wide shot when they do, like, okay, we're doing the wide shot. You're looking at, you know, this is a TV monitor from a camera tap 20 years ago. You're looking at a little black and white, NTSC monitor and they're trying to you know tell you to you know do things with your penguin and you can't tell which little blob on the screen even is your penguin so you would do you would do like a radical move just to kind of go mine is the one that's flailing right now and then we'd immediately go who the fuck is doing that I'm just trying to figure out which penguin I am on the screen for god's sake like it matters what I'm doing but um but what they would do before every take, and that's why it took forever, is they would bring in all the real penguins because they had the big, they had real penguins of the size of ours, and they had the little delis, and they would corral them all in with our penguins. And just when they called action, guys would like run out with all the fencing, and hopefully some penguins would still stay in the shot 
long enough for them to, to get a take. And then they would round all the penguins back up and get them all back into a corral again. So we have real penguins. We have penguins on sticks, right? Uh, at times, but not here because we're... What we're, are all of our varieties of penguin options here? We've got, we've got the, the ones that are about you know, two and a half feet tall. Um, there are real ones and, and um, cable ones. that uh, Again, this was Stan Winston did the penguins and the penguin makeup and most of the other stuff like that. Um, and they just hired a bunch of us. You know, they hired every puppeteer in town they could get to come in for these mass penguin scenes. So you have you have those you have real Adelie penguins the little the little one foot guys scrambling around. There were some puppeteer Adelie penguins. Uh, we didn't use them much in these kind of shots. And then the ones that are really tall, like that are four feet tall, are actually little people in penguin costumes, hmm. um, like Danny DeVito, like like Felix Silla, uh, who I, I was. Uh, it was uh, exciting to meet Felix Silla because he was a, a person who actually I knew and I, I recognized. I'm like, oh my god, Felix Silla. Was Deep Roy there? Deep Roy was not there, but Debbie Carrington was one of the penguins. And Debbie Carrington, if you've seen Total Recall, she's the she's the she's the dwarf hooker in the in the Mars bar. Interesting. Um, and so it was like, and, and Total Recall had already come out, so it was like, oh my god, you're the you're that little hooker from. <laughs> oh no. So were you like taking Love your, your order from a guy that was like you know rounding up all the puppeteers? Or were you taking orders from Winston, or what was the deal there? Um, there was one of Winston's guys. It was uh, Andy Schoenberg, uh, I think, was the one we mostly dealt with. Um, and he was outside. You know, he'd be standing adjacent to Burton, and you know, would get whatever direction Burton wanted for the penguins, and then he would relay that to us by. Come over and guys, I know this is stupid, but he wants them all to jump up and down. <laughs> exactly. Did they have to go to the, the real penguins do. and give them direction? Um, you can't really. That's, that was one thing they learned. They can't. You can't direct penguins. Um, Although you can beat the attitude out of a penguin. Okay. I'll tell you that. I just much. Wanna, I, uh, but I want to point out one thing about it is, God, you know, they tried. they called us in. They said we want you to be penguin puppeteers. We had one day at the shop where we learned the controls, and then next thing you know, okay, Warner Brothers, see you at six a.m. or whatever it was. <laughs> and now, in this this whole place is refrigerated. You may have read that. It's true. This whole place is refrigerated. It's actually chillingly cold in there, so you have to wear wear coats. Um, and now you have to go in, inside this little little island um, that's leaking. <laughs> and lie in the water. <laughs> and lie in the water and listen to, you know, Danny DeVito walk over your head and, and, uh, and deliver lines. But um, you have to understand that they didn't give us, like, a script or anything. They just literally, you know, okay, here you go. Walk in the room. Grab your penguin. Danny DeVito's going to do a thing. You over there. You do this with your penguin. Um, we didn't know anything about what the movie was other than, obviously, there was a penguin. Um, and they shot it as they do, out of order. This scene here, which we were part of, was not shot first. The scene that was shot first is a scene that's much later at the end of the movie when Christopher Walken is in that cage in the background mm. and, and Penguin is doing stuff in the foreground. So the first couple of days of shooting consisted of us going, that gray-haired dude in the cage? I think that's Christopher Walken. That, why the fuck would Christopher Walken be playing some extra in the background in a cage that makes no freaking sense like well maybe it's a thing they're doing or some maybe he's a character it's like but he doesn't do anything we've been shooting here for three days all he's done is stand in a cage in the background and not say anything so for there was a long controversy the first couple of days it was like i think that dude way over there in that cage nah, is christopher couldn't walken couldn't be but why couldn't be why is there christopher walken in a cage you knew it was batman right we understood it was a Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was just making sure because you're yeah. like, I don't know. They just showed up. They pointed at us and said, "You're a bird now." The great, yeah, <laughs> your penguin go over there. The great disappointment of it was, and if you look at the at the the, the actual scenes, um, is when when Batman and uh, and and Catwoman are down in that set. Um, we're not. The penguins are gone. So mm -hmm. I never had the pleasure of seeing Michelle Pfeiffer Michelle walk around Pfeiffer in in real life at all on this entire movie. I never laid eyes on her once. 
uh, in well, then person. how do you know she was actually in the movie? <laughs> I, I'm not sure that she was yeah. actually in the see, movie. See, if you didn't see it, yeah, you just don't have the You evidence. can't fool me. Yeah. She didn't even find out till five years later. <laughs> and I only saw I only saw Batman in the exterior Arctic snow world scene when he has that brief fight with Penguin at the end of the movie, and we have the rockets going off that we were part of that scene. And I'm not even sure that was Michael Keaton, because I think it was mostly a stuntman. Not that we could even tell. But right. uh, I, think, I think it was probably the shots we were there part of. It was probably uh, it was probably a stuntman. So I, I never particularly laid eyes on either Keaton or uh, or Pfeiffer the whole making of the movie. On this show or elsewhere in your career, have you dealt with conversed with Stan Winston? Well, sure. On this project, I did. It was the one and only time I I ever did, worked. When you walked Stan up, Winston. did you kind of pee a little bit? And no, go, I've, hey, Stan. Stan was the lucky one. Stan was you know Rick Baker, Rob Oteen. Steve Johnson, they're all better than Stan. Stan just got big bucks sooner, and, and he got all the... Because he is, the of, of all of the puppet guys that anyone is likely to know their name, Stan's the name that comes up yeah. most often. He's the famous one, but he was not my favorite one. Interesting. He's a nice guy. Like, nice he, guy. he always struck me as a fine guy. I, I ex- exchanged like two sentences with him. Um, he's a perfectly nice guy. Everyone seems like it. But I, I was never that impressed by him. He was just the one who got lucky first. And once you're in the million-dollar club and doing Jurassic Park, yeah. you stay in that club. So And you, and you and the gap gets wider faster. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because you keep getting brought back and brought back. I thought back. Steve Johnson, who I was peripherally will figure into this story, um, uh, is... Uh, Steve Johnson was the Abyss, right? Steve Johnson, I worked for in the Abyss and several other projects, and his name will come up later. Um, although he wasn't specifically part of this movie, but it'll be part of my favorite Hollywood story ever. Um, <laughs> but Steve Johnson, actually, Steve just last night on Facebook posted the. Uh, uh, Steve's writing his memoirs now, <laughs> which is going to be fascinating because Steve has had quite a colorful life. Um, and uh, and I only saw the 80s, which was, uh, you know, just the beginning <laughs> of, the, of the craziness, apparently. Um, and, but uh, I, I always thought Steve was, you know, Steve should have been on the level of uh, of Stan and he just you know never got first of all he never got the break um, and or maybe it was personal demons I can't wait to read the memoir I think it might have been a combination of both but um, you know I I, I, I th- always thought Stan Winston was you know Rick Baker was above Stan Winston and always has been um, I just didn't think Stan was one of the great ones interesting he's one of the ones who like yeah give me 10 million dollars I'll make dinosaurs too I would <laughs> I mean that was the conversation I had that was the conversation I had with the people at Jurassic Park before they confirmed Stan Winston I said well they said well you know we Stan Winston I was like well yeah but if you give me the money I will hire the same people yeah. Stan is going Shit, to give me 10 million dollars <laughs> I'll <laughs> make the same dinosaur. I'll figure out a way to make dinosaurs <laughs> out of that didn't work out but you know watching this I'm I'm, I'm surprised but that was later that was obviously bef- you know before that. I would say I was struck but then I would want to say that I was struck that uh, Christopher Walken has like cheekbones and in certain lighting it's like He's handsome. <laughs> How yeah. did that happen? Yeah. And well, then, this, and and this movie's trying really hard to distract you with that hair. Too. I know, and yeah. the, all the eyeliner. But the thing about it is, is but uh, conversely, look how ugly Michelle Pfeiffer is just with this lighting and the, those shadows. Yeah, it works better for some than others, apparently. They've they've made her. Well, she also has the wall. Look, look at her glasses. She looks like Wally with those glasses. Well, she, yeah. they worked apparently. I, I imagine they worked really hard to get that cat mask shadow on her. Right. The way yeah. They are. The Why without your glasses, glasses Miss Kyle? You're beautiful. Yeah. Christopher Walken. I, of the actors that have that sort of oh fucking Shatner and Walken and Goldblum like that sort of thing to them, uh, Keanu Reeves to some extent. Uh, Christopher Walken is the one where I haven't seen Deer Hunter, so I might just mm. eat my words when I see Deer Hunter. But he's the one I'm like, I see the least range in Christopher Walken. He's good in Dead Zone too. Yes, Dead Zone. I, I, yeah. My favorite Great performance of him is in him. the uh, the fucking what was it Fat Boy Slim video. Yeah. <laughs> where he plays yeah, the old man that starts dancing. Out, he started out on stage and was a dancer. Yeah, he was a song and dance man yeah. back in the 60s, maybe. But here it's just like, 
look like right, right there. It's like, oh, he has cheekbones. He was probably like an attractive twenty something, and now he's just moving farther and farther away. Time is marching on, yeah. as they might be giants would have us know. When when his age you reach. Oh no, I'm gonna look like ass. <laughs> Dude, right now I look like ass. Like I'm never gonna look good. And you're like what, fourteen? Yeah. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen ish. But he is fun to watch though. And when he pushes ladies out of the, the window. By the way, I love this, the little fip 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 thing that happens when she's falling. Yeah, because it the doesn't. Fact, I mean, that happens all the time. But the that's an interesting way to do it. Is like the point of view. It doesn't, it, it doesn't like, right tell you face. she's yeah. falling through balconies. It tells you. Yeah, you see her. You see her hit one awning, and then you just see her reacting to the other ones. I did think that was cool. And then for some reason, the, for some reason, magically cats surrounded back by cats. To life. Yeah. This cat yeah. scene, like they do, in addition, magical cat powers. In, a, in addition to being fucking baffling, uh, <laughs> it, goes, well, it goes on a little long. If it, yeah, if there had been. If they made this movie now, they would have had her say something about how cats were revered as gods in Egypt and they were, you know, thought to transport the dead and blah, blah, blah. And they would use that as a, you know, explanation (laughs) that, hey, there's something supernatural (laughs) about cats. I'm glad they didn't. I mean, it's like this is no weirder than anything else in any (laughs) comic book movie ever. It's like, what the fuck? Where does the penguin get magical umbrellas from? And who built that fucking Batmobile anyway? You know, it's like this. This doesn't happen in the real world. This movie. The penguin, the penguin definitely, like I was saying, all of his stuff, there's the giant present and there's his. His weird, his, like, you know, umbrellas, and there's all that stuff. I'm like, where is any of that coming from? Where? Well, yeah. well how the hell did he survive being raised by penguins yeah. in the first place? And how did that, he, said, that was know. that was the other thing? I'm like, how does he speak English? How does he how does he seem perfectly up on like how people act? Yeah. He, uh, lecherous people, to be fair, yeah. but, but still acting Why like is a he person. So gush- Mike, I don't think you're giving penguins enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he so gosh darn handsome when he's 33 years old? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. No, but the thing about that, <laughs> I dare you guys to watch Catwoman. Have you guys seen Catwoman? I've I seen have Catwoman. not. With Halle Berry? Have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. I don't know if we can do Catwoman, but we should try. <laughs> no, well, uh, Catwoman. Who else has seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen no, it. I haven't. Okay. Catwoman, I, I didn't see it on purpose, man. I did. Because <laughs> I was is, like, I got to know. I got to know. Because of my experience, and I just kind of associate it with being that kind of movie anyway, Catwoman is my default, the movie you have to watch on the plane example. Because <laughs> that's what I was, I was flying from L.A. to Orlando. And it's like, and we have special complimentary movie service. This week we're watching uh, Studio Company's Bat, uh, Catwoman. And I was like, no. Because I didn't have time to buy my Michael Crichton book in the airport. And I'm just oh, like, no. fuck. I'm going to have to watch Catwoman. And it's like, it's like making me a deal. It's like an offer I can't refuse. It's like, well, I can't just sit here and stare at a blank screen for fuck. And I watched Catwoman. Really? Because I was on a flight recently and the movie was Lincoln Lawyer and I oh. just chose to stare at the seat in front and of me. Really? I, I heard Lincoln Lawyer <laughs> I was actually pretty out. good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Lincoln Lawyer was alright though. Actually I heard that was alright. Catwoman is amazebat. It is so really? it's okay. amazing. Everything you've heard about it, you don't even know. Dude. <laughs> you thought you heard Halle Berry saying bad superhero dialogue <laughs> in X-Men? No, no, Fuck no. you. you and that's just the way you, it's... If you've seen what I've seen, you'd understand. Just the way it's shot and the way it's edited. I always felt bad for the stuffed animals that she's taken a yeah. out on. The stuffed animals didn't do nothing. In the chat room, Xtroid says, Has anyone else noticed that in every Batman movie, everyone's always falling? <laughs> how it's, much, do, it's how much lot, does she look like Helena Bonham Carter right here? She does. Oh. Like, if you made Helena Bonham Carter blonde... Yeah, that is this. Yeah, that's true. If if Tim Burton's going someday, I'm going to meet. Uh, I, yeah, if this I'm, had been this ten is, years like later, this. that that would have yeah. been her. Yeah, that would have been Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter is so cool. That that's actually a good casting <laughs> choice. Yeah. yeah, you can find videos of Helena Bonham Carter on Craig Ferguson's show. She is so cool. 
She does seem very And cool. she dresses weird. Like, she's, like, gothic chick in high school, but she's 30 years older, so she's also, like, she has great manners, and she's poised because she's British. She's just fucking cool. That's, that's the thing that I've, I've found cool about her the few times I see her, like, out of character because it's like, oh, man, you're so awesome because you're so totally centered and normal, but then you just... Pull it out when you get on the the set, man. This this shot I don't think is awesome because it really freaks me. It freaked me out the first time I saw it. It's the, the dollhouse shot where you're like, wait, what's going on? Oh, it's a thing. Okay, wait, like, is this is Tim miniatures. Burton doing the? It's it's actually kind of a great setup because it's Tim Burton because you're he's already acclimated you to miniatures. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> like, like wait, oh, is he about mini- to do another miniature? miniature no, wait, wow, well, no, it actually is a miniature. The the hell here is a little uh, yeah. That's even, a bit even at the time, it's like all right, fine, that's a bit yeah. much. The fact that she deliberately breaks it so it says that yeah. you know it's like if, if she had like a rampage and then you kind of like discovered that it said that but she clearly targeted it on purpose yeah. it's like okay so now like, i've been waiting for this moment it's like, that's gonna that's gonna totally blow her insanity defense yeah like but you pretty deliberately made your science <laughs> say that when you were otherwise on a rampage and there's no way a cat there's no way no way her pissed off energy lasted long enough to make an entire vinyl suit she stopped being pissed halfway through, and she's like, oh, fuck, I screwed up the leg after we do the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you've ever made a costume, you know that, yeah. It just takes forever. Like, isn't vinyl supposed to be incredibly difficult to make? It is, to yeah. make? It's harder to put with. on. Yeah. I mean, I hear. Uh, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> apparently, that's apparently they had, like, a vacuum pump on her and everything to get it, like... Yeah, they actually vacuumed her. <laughs> really? Yeah. Her just to it. put all the, all the fabric back to on her skin and... I guess so, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, she should be advertised on late-night TV. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Think of all the money you'll save on cheese. Where are the Where are the finished videos of this? I, I'm, uh, uh, dude. Dude, <laughs> I, I sure bet they, they are not hard to Google. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, she she totally pulls this off. Yeah. This whole thing. I think she's great in this. Oh, movie. yeah, this is, the this is like I said, I'm like, that's, that totally, as Catwoman, that's what Catwoman is, and <laughs> I totally, to this day, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's... It, it's not easy to have something that makes... No sense. <laughs> Get right past me. Just like, yeah. ah, fine. Yeah. You know what? Yup. Let's watch. <laughs> yeah. Go on. But a leggy, but a leggy blonde in skin tight leather. Yeah. That's a pretty good with way to do it. With the stitching and everything, it's yeah. so cool. It's I just a like cool, to... it's yeah, a great stitching, costume. It's the great. The stitching is what makes it really. What, yeah, like, the fact that the homebrew aspect to it is, is a great bit. As opposed to Batman, it's like, who is making those outfits for you? Yeah. Because you and, see, and, he's and, got like a whole Yeah, and the joke they have, you know, they even do the joke is like, not that one, not that one, not that one, this one, this, yeah, and they're all exactly I, the same. I also I'm feeling like, more like this one. I also today. like him. We'll see it when this when is my we get Tuesday there. suit. But his because he has a bunch of cowls, but they don't have the bat logo on them. Like they've got the little slot for them, yeah. so it's like like he's got Valentine's Day logo. <laughs> you know, he's got the. He colors. uses his chest like Google. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, today is Mark Twain's birthday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> one that lights up and you know for the darkness. Yeah. And he's got one for Valentine's Day and when the he's World like Cup Cap- is going on. Like Captain Amazing. He's got a Coca Cola okay. one. Even when I was a retarded kid, this bugged the hell out of me. The, the fact that you can't the, the duck's head would be crushed. Yeah, the duck's head would be crushed, <laughs> and he's like up to his waist in the thing. There is no way he could get flush with the street. That's right. Writing up in that dust. Sure. You should write a letter, man. <laughs> this movie's ridiculous. I'm sure I was nine years old, and it drove me crazy. Yeah. I, I spent so much time being like, how the fuck? Did well, that... well, there's a second it, it smaller works... rising yeah, platform exactly. in the center of the That dock. was the way that I had to just It works for it. children of like, all ages yeah. because you'll find that as a goof on IMDb, but I'm sure it's written by a middle-aged guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> You know, Trey, you make fun of all these IMDb people, but I bet you in your heart of hearts, you're the guy writing all that trivia. 
That's right. Writing That's all those goofs. Director's trademark, motion picture. Uh, yeah. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Although this one, that one this one has that. That one goes right <laughs> on the shelf yeah. with me Music. next to the the NSCA protector in Galaxy Quest making yeah. that the scraping scene scraping where, it, the where it's like dock. but the the fucking nacelles the they're not okay. <laughs> I've tried so hard to make that work in my head like maybe there's slots. Maybe there's slots in the walls so the nacelles are poking. But <laughs> well because there is kind of slots up there but the angle still doesn't yeah it doesn't work. Yes it does. Uh, I knew it. It's all real. It's I all knew real. It. I knew it. I remember when that was a TV. Oh man! Look and you were those. like, "Wow, he's a billionaire, huh?" <laughs> look at those yeah. bokas. It's a big TV. I'm having flashbacks to the thing I was just working on. I hate bokas now. <laughs> now, here's I, by the, the way, way, here's the weird thing to me, story-wise. He's watching, and he's like. Oh, I hope he finds his parents. And he seems sincere. And then in the next scene, he's totally suspicious. Yeah, he's like, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. There's something else going on. And Alfred is even like, I don't understand how you just made this leap. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bruce Wayne just blows him off. Doesn't even bother trying to explain. It's like, at least Alfred hung a lantern, but it didn't, uh, what? It didn't take. Yeah. I, is it supposed to be like sort of like, I have my Batman's intuition thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like... It, see, like, you I still need bad. evidence for intuition. I feel yeah. bad for Alfred. I mean, he clearly, I mean, apparently, he's there's no other staff apparently in this yeah. mansion. If you see Downton Abbey, you see how much staff it actually takes <laughs> to run a mansion. But oh but, yeah, and Alfred spends this whole movie. And they got to decorate that whole damn tree. Yeah, That's, I feel bad. He's, and then he's about to go wax the Batmobile after that. He spends this whole movie getting blown off and shit on. <laughs> he's yeah. giving advice the yeah. whole time and doing all this great stuff, and and Bruce is just like, nah. Well, that's one of the weird differences I've noticed. It, I don't know if all of the original, I say original, original movies were like this, or mm-hmm. if it's just this one. They but, all had, by the way, all of the ones before Nolan, he was Alfred. Right. Oh, crazy. Despite how everyone else changed. Well, in this Alfred. movie, yeah. Alfred yeah. is Batman's mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and in the Nolan Batmans, Alfred is more like, he shouldn't be able to say that shit to Bruce, because he's the... Well, you have that quality here, too. Well, I know, but it's more like, in this one, it's more, he's literally, like, taking care. I'll make your Christmas tree for you. He is treated a little more like a servant. They get get a little more mileage out of it in these that, you know, he literally does, like, you know, he's he's like 3PO. Yeah. He's like the long-suffering, like, now I have to go rebuild the plane. He is exactly the 3PO in this. Which, by the way, that was the thing. I'm assuming we've all passed this point where you suddenly, like, really appreciate your mom. (laughs) <laughs> the thing that made me really appreciate my mom was it occurred to me one year, like 2001, you know, I was I was 14 or 15, and I went, she makes that Christmas tree every year, and Trist- I hate, hate decorating Christmas trees. It takes hours. It sucks, and you get all pointed, and it's sticky, <laughs> and she does that every year. And then it opened a floodgate where I was like, oh, what does she all do? Oh, my God, she vacuums every room, and oh, my God. <laughs> it started with the Christmas tree. I was like, that sucks so much. It's so it's mm-hmm. so pretty and decorative, but it sucks every year. And then two weeks later, she takes it down. Yeah. Why? Don't even do that. And then when you found out that well, it was like when she gave birth to you, you're like, oh, yeah. There's just... there's videos of live birth everywhere on the internet, and it's just. Yeah. I actually watched one because I, I thought it was going to be like medicinal. Christmas, Christmas tree is nothing compared to that. <laughs> I was watching, I, that, that, that happened when I popped I'll up. happily put up the tree every once a year. God help me, I don't remember what I was looking at on YouTube where the related video was live birth, but oh. but I watched one and I, was, I, I started, I was like, nope, never, no, I'm not going to watch. You know what? No, I'm going to do this. I will do this. It's medicinal. <laughs> I have to know how the human species procreates. I will watch this. And I sat down and it was like watching a driver's ed video or something. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be the guy that watches this right now. And I'm in it. This gray thing erupts and it's just fucking, oh. <laughs> but I saw it. Yeah. And I can answer the question now. It's gray and it 
It's gross. <laughs> yeah. See, there, there are. The, it's, <laughs> that's, the worst, that's, it's the worst thing ever, the miracle of birds. That's the answer. We're <laughs> well, not sure what the question is. It's the most is, horrifying right? thing yeah. there is. <laughs> Tell me about the birds and the bees. You don't want to know, you man. Don't you don't want to know anything know, about it. So, Batman. <laughs> I feel bad about the, the, the stage crew for this one because, look, they had to snow up this whole yeah, set. All the time. Imagine, like, Tim, like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> not another take. No, no, please. Oh, we got to reset. Look, he's ironing. He's yeah. freaking ironing. Oh, are you fighting crime? I'm trying to get the ironing done. Come on, you're fr- even still. He's like, I, you're crazy. You're being, cra- you're being. And yeah. I'm saying this to a dude <laughs> yeah, who dresses, dresses up like a bat, <laughs> like a bat, and drives around. Crazy's already on the table. You're being crazy, oh, even at for the, you. At the baseline level of crazy, we have adapted ourselves to. <laughs> yeah. This is still a spike. Yeah. <laughs> that was something I picked up on recently watching War Games again. There's the moment where there's Malvin, the guy who has. He, he clearly the joke is he has like autism or Asperger's or something. That one of the computer guys. And he pisses off the other beardy guy so much oh, right. that the beardy guy's like, remember when you told me to tell you when you were being insensitive? You're doing it right now. I was like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Eddie Deason was that character, in fact. Eddie Deason, that's, that's right. Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason. The, the nerd. Mm-hmm. Malvin. Malvin. Let me, hold on. Look at how, I, I, I was watching this movie and I was going along with it. Uh, and it wasn't until the scene cool. later when oh, he's trying to make, bring an pink, when he's trying to, like, what do you guys, <laughs> what's going on over there? No, I can't. I can't remember. I feel like I remember uh, something about like his name wasn't actually Oswald Cobblepot, and it was invented for this, but then it became his name in subsequent iterations. I don't know. You should Google that. that I'm trying quietly. (laughs) 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 It wasn't until later. I was going along with this (laughs) with with, with Penguin looking like he looks, and it wasn't until later when there's the scene where they're trying to make him into the mayor, where you see him like in his long johns, and I'm like. He is a weird shaped dude. Like with yeah. the cloak, you're like, oh, he's a little fat guy. But when you can actually it, it just see works. that yeah, he's like a cloak. he's like a cue ball with a head on it. Yeah. With little pointy legs he's coming like Mike out. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's built like Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Oh man. I just love his weird fetish for parasols. Now what it, what was the deal just noticing just now having happened? Uh, there's a scene of Batman and driving around in the Batmobile and he's like, I don't like this. He says, I think he knows who his parents are. But then we come to this scene where he's clearly like discovering. Well, no, he's they, clearly he's pretending to discover. He he knew all along who his parents were. The, the 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 plan, which is only barely hinted at, because like this movie doesn't like plot what, is he's he's gathering the names of all the firstborn of Gotham. Uh, That's the only reason yeah. he wanted access to the whole. You, you know why you don't remember that? Because that takes place over like one scene, and he's thwarted, yeah. and it he's, never comes. And up nothing again. ever yeah. happens <laughs> from it, and it's thwarted. Yeah. All right. So yeah, the whole the whole supposed plot plot is you know you missed it. Yeah, I gotta say I was, <laughs> you missed the his grand clear to scheme. Me. Sure as hell wasn't clear to me as a kid. It wasn't makes even no, clear to me today. It doesn't make any sense. Can someone be the racist commissioner for a second? Because I have to ask a question that might be racist. Is it just me? Oh dear. Or <laughs> probably not, but it's still racist. <laughs> is it just me? Don't say it anyway. Because I heard him say Oswald Gobblepot, and I was like, that's a ridiculous name. And in the exact same. The, in, when the same juices were firing when I said in my brain that's a ridiculous name I went no that makes sense if you're British Oswald Cobblepot just seems like it it's, works yeah. if you're a British guy uh, it has no. that thing I don't think that's racist okay because no. they have weird old names where it's like yeah. two words that are together <laughs> yeah. like Chumley yeah. Featherstone yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> hardwood flooring Benedict Cumberbatch Benedict Cumberbatch now that's a bullshit name <laughs> that name but is if, like if, no <laughs> sorry if ever there was a name for Sherlock Holmes that wasn't Basil Rathbone, that's a great Benedict Cumberbatch Basil Rathbone. is absolutely number Basil Rathbone. Basil is, Rathbone will kick your ass. That's man. a fucking Basil high Rathbone. stakes name game you're playing it's with like yourself right Cumberbatch, there. Cumberbatch, screw that guy. Basil Rathbone is Sherlock Holmes, man. I want to be Cumberbatch, awesome. Rathbone. <laughs> Cumberbatch Rathbone. Cumberbatch <laughs> Rathbone. 
<laughs> then you go, parents like Sherlock Holmes? No, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh hi, is that a thing in Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Hello. Hey, hold on, there's a How girl do you fight crime leather. in heels? You in stilettos. Well, well no you'll notice that just like in a lot of other movies, Watchmen too, is when you're fighting crime, the heels suddenly vanish. Yeah. And only yeah. when you're like looking hot do the heels come back. Although, uh, look at that. <laughs> she just slashed a guy's face open. And then it's, poked his eyes out. You know, for kids. Yeah. This movie. Yeah, I don't and know how whole, I was allowed to watch this. And this whole moment where the lady's like, you know, thanks for saving. And yeah. she starts like, rubbing no, up no. the lady. Like, yeah. like, stop asking for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, this is your no better. Yeah. That's right. She, she blames hey, the victim for the rape. You know, we. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> defend yourself, woman. Yeah. Be a man, girl. You know, you were really asking for it. It's like, whoa. I'm. <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm doing it. Why not you? Well, it's, she's got a lot of anger. Yeah. That's the thing yeah. about Catwoman. A lot of anger there. She's she's closer to a, a almost. <laughs> she almost goes in the direction of being closer to what the Venom character in Spider-Man is supposed to be and wasn't mm-hmm. in the movie, but where she's like, no, I'm the hero now. I'm the different, I'm the right kind of hero. For I'm the hero, city. but I'm, I'm the hero that's not going to take shit. Yeah, yeah. The, where I'm not going to take your shit, especially if you're a damsel in distress, because fucking, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Syndrome. Yeah. But uh, but she doesn't go that direction. She's just like, you know what? I'm just going to be just crazy. She's kind of, <laughs> she's kind of Joker anarchist yeah. in her way. You know? she, I mean, she likes to, you know, sometimes she'll blow stuff up. So she's not exactly, a, you know, Batman blows stuff up, but for a good cause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's and not terrorism when it's for the right that's reason. That's right. When you, when you meant well, it's, and, not, and it's not terrorism. There's also um, some hay has been made, and it's true. But this is, I think, the only Batman movie uh, where he like actively just murders people. Yeah, he they, just, they he just, just talk about people. that in the behind the scenes. They're like, yeah, people were, fans were upset because you know our Batman killed people, but it's a darker Batman, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. This this counts as a darker yeah. Batman yeah. at the time. He was, I mean, there's right at the beginning he like, and and not like accidentally. Like there's the bit where he 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 sets hits, the dude on fire. Yeah, he hits the he hits the two clowns on his on his car and then you know, drives and, and hits the brakes and they fly into the fire. It's like, okay, well, that just happened. Yeah. But then he deliberately... Oh, that, was, that was an accident. Then, yeah, <laughs> then he deliberately turns the car around and blasts the guy with fire. That, I, think, like, I, right. th- I think he meant that one, though. Yeah, I think that one <laughs> that was... Would, that one seemed premeditated. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he uh, later on, he straps the bomb to the... the yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. like yeah. a shocking one. Is like, yeah. wait a... Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cold blood. I wa- yeah. Watching that earlier today, oh. like, that's... That's cold-blooded shit yeah. right there. <laughs> and he's all, like, almost smiling. He's like, yeah, yeah. bitch. Fucking <laughs> blew your ass up. <laughs> That's right. That's what you get for trying to blow me up. So there. I went off on a whole thing over here after we talked about, like, amalgamated British names. Because I remember there's a thing called the Blues Name Generator, which will make up your blues performer name oh, out wow. of your initials. Uh, so, Brian, you are... Uh, oh, great. Your initials are BWF. That makes you Muddy Sugar Brown. <laughs> Dork Man. I don't understand the correlation here. Yeah. I'm just going to put they that just, out they, here. They just took a bunch of stereotypical blues words and uh-huh. assigned them to each letter so okay. you can find letters. letters. I don't right. know how the algorithm works, though. Uh, <laughs> Michael, your middle initial is actually D, which is crazy because yeah. you're M.D. Scott, but uh, you are Jailhouse Legs Davis. Oh, my. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, trade, what's your middle initial? I don't have one. Don't have one. All right, then you are just Big Davis. That's <laughs> damn right I am. <laughs> and mine, in case you're wondering, TAC, Big Bones Hopkins. <laughs> All right. And, and we'll be at the Kit Kat Room next Thursday night, jamming. <laughs> yep. Big Bones Hopkins and Big Davis. <laughs> Big Davis. Oh, he's, he came out of retirement. Where were great. you, like Long Jailhouse Legs or something? Long Jailhouse, jailhouse Legs Jackson or something. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, it was 10 seconds ago. Who remembers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was... It's the internet age. I'll just look it up again if I really want to know. Yeah. 
Now, I think I've told this story on the show before, but in case I haven't, I think this is our only Michael Keaton movie. Michael Keaton was one of the two celebrities I saw. The only time in my life I've seen two celebrities recognize each other, <laughs> where I was at the Grove, and I saw Dave Grohl. And I was like, hey, Dave, the guy from Foo Fighters and Nirvana, there he is. He's right there. It's Dave Grohl. How cool is that? And then a second later, I saw Michael Keaton. And I was <laughs> like, hey, it's... Hey, and then on my internal radar, it's like the blips are getting closer, and I just sort of sit back. <laughs> They're right on top of each other. It's like altitude, altitude. Anyway, and I'm just sort of sitting there, and I watch, and all of a sudden, Dave Grohl looks over, and he kind of points at Michael Keaton, and Michael Keaton kind of goes, huh? And then goes, hey, and then points back, and then Dave Grohl waves, and Michael Keaton grins, and I go, ah! <laughs> I just totally watched Michael Keaton recognize Dave Grohl. That was and vice versa. <laughs> I, I just picture like the the uh, the energy blast from Iron Man too, just like fame <laughs> celebrity recognized. <laughs> there can be only one. I just, uh, Michael Keaton was just in the news today because apparently someone's writing a reboot of Beetlejuice, and Michael Keaton says he would like to play the role. <laughs> and I'm like, rock on. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that they've been trying to do a sequel for a while, and the whole time Keaton's been like, totally down. Yeah. Just yeah. you let me know. Just sitting here on my Batman billions, yeah. uh, but, you know. I've Oops. gotten way into soap carving, just yeah. waiting for a roll. Don't have to work, but, you know, hey. Split diopter. Dun, dun, dun. Very yeah, split diopter. Tarantino cool. tried to revise his career with Jackie Brown. That didn't work out so great. Yeah. He's a split good in Jackie Brown. He's good in Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. For those who don't know, a split diopter is an effect where you have the foreground and the background in focus at the same time. Is that actually a device, or is that yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too... Little, it's it's little a, like a wacky lens. Because it looks like something yeah. you could do just a split screen effect where you're focusing on this one, then the other one. Well, you could, but if you want to well, get it, that, you it, can get it in camera by basically... Yeah. You have a lens, back, and it's back called... Back when a, that was hard to do. Yeah. It's called a, a, a split diopter because it's literally the lens is split down the middle, and one half of the lens is longer than the other, so you can focus on the It's like a bifocal for a lens. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And and so you get the soft edge, edge over in the, the middle, overlap and there. then you, so then when you're doing it cleverly, you try to find something that you can put that edge over, like some kind of vertical line that just kind of hides it. Interesting. Because generally you don't want it to call attention to itself. On on the, like the show Heroes, they were constantly <laughs> just like, we just put that after there. But you yeah. can also, it's way easier to do it in post- as they found out making Revenge of the Sith in that shot where Anakin's looking kind of into the fiery lake and then Obi-Wan's in the background and it's like, you were my brother. Well, that's whatever. not even a split die after. That's just, just two guys on green screen. That's just an impossible shot, but yeah. they just said, well, but it should be that. On different days. By the way, IMDb trivia, I got this from IMDb trivia, that, that whole thing of leading him, a, you know, offering him a, a gutted fish and leading him um. into this, that's exactly how they got Sarah Palin to accept the vice president's <laughs> Read that on IMDb trivia, which is never wrong. I think you said, I think you mean you wrote that. Oh God! I mean, it's I'm holding it's, up. Uh, it's kind of shocking. It's kind of shocking that this movie was made. You know, considering what this movie is satirizing, it's like you know you want to go like, oh, society is so terrible now, and you know why the fuck do we care about Kim Car fucking Dashian and all that? And it's like this movie is satirizing stuff that's as relevant today right. as ever. About you know, look, they're, they're putting up this horrifying mutant <laughs> as a presidential as, as a as a mayoral candidate. Which is what's happening right now in our society, <laughs> and no one even blinks. Yeah, and everyone goes, "Oh, it's yeah," because, he because he'll he'll be hard on crime. That's the whole point. Yeah. It's like, well, but he's the, the new guy. Is uh, the guy we got right now is so soft on crime. Yeah, you know, it's like this is the George Bush story, and George yeah. Bush's story hadn't even happened yet. And it's or the Jack Ron Hooks. Paul story. He seems terrible, yes. but at least he's honest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's a deformed monster, but you know, <laughs> but still, he's insane and will kill us all. But. He, he's consistent. He's, yeah, he's wait, wait. consistently that. Her, where have I seen her before? Jan Hooks. Jan Hooks. From Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Years and years and years That's of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, okay. 
because her, her being face... the hottest, the hot one on Saturday Night Live for so many years. Sir, no, that Jane was Jane Curtin. That was no Victoria Jackson. No Victoria. No. <laughs> Man. Speaking of oh, wow. speaking of crazy mother. Yes, I know. What Victoria happened? Jackson. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's what happens. They actually she was always they, that way. She they were actually able down. to boil crazy into a gas, and they <laughs> inflated her with crazy gas. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened to Victoria Jackson. No, she talks about even at the time she was, you know, outcast because, of course, we in show business hate Christians. Except for the ones of us who are Christians. Yeah. No, no, it's the part where you were crazy. That yeah, was the, the part problem. that you were crazy. Although she called in to the UHF commentary. That was actually kind of a funny thing they did on the UHF commentary where they had people just phone in <laughs> and they patched them in like a radio show. And Victoria Jackson said that Weird Al was a good kisser. Ah, all right. All That's right, the extent of well, of pleasant anecdotes I have about Victoria Jackson. Yeah, if you look like that, you better learn how to kiss well. <laughs> this, this, uh, she's cute. She's demented. No, I was talking cute. about Weird Al Yankee. Okay, fair enough. Situation. But the uh, this this scene here, when I was watching it for the first time in ages the other day, <laughs> was really strange. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'd forgotten how completely bizarro this movie is, <laughs> and this this whole politics, the satirization of politics, of uh, satirizing of politics and 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 business. And like, okay, yes, you just bit that guy's nose off. You've, you're covered with matter. blood. You're eating a raw fish. Um, but let's talk about your mayoral campaign. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's just, Christopher Walken. Just no matter what, he's completely unfazed. This bit blew my mind. It stopped global warming. So yes. yeah, global yeah. warming is a thing, and that's yeah, how we, long oh, it's yeah. been around. Yeah, we had it. Global warming hasn't been a thing since 1992. <laughs> yeah, it, it hasn't been a thing going all the way back to the 90s. Yeah, there's just some you know controversy among stupid people. His. Yeah. God, he's cool. Danny DeVito. He's very good as the Penguin. Between this, he's really he's uh, going for it. He's yeah. absolutely going for it. He was in One Flew. He was in yeah. um, obviously Taxi. I just always you almost want to make a joke about Danny DeVito, but he's good. He's really yeah. Danny this DeVito is, is good. This good. I guess like like Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman. This is the go to when I'm like Danny DeVito. He was the Penguin in Batman Returns. I don't know whether he'd be happy about that or not, but it's a damn good <laughs> yeah, performance. Of all things to be remembered. Yeah. He's really fun on uh, Always Sunny. Obviously. He was good. I haven't seen that. He also but, has a great Twitter presence. Apparently, he's a lot of fun to follow on Twitter. He's, uh, he is, but, he's, he's, very, he's very weird and funny on Twitter. Although, he made, uh, he made Death to Smoochie, which is amazing. I Did love that movie. Death he directed Death I to Smoochie. I did not know yeah. that. So yeah, amazing! Directed Hoffa. I, love Death I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember watching, it going, "This is weird." And maybe dark. I, was well, not well received at the time. time. Yeah, no, it wasn't. In fact, I I watched it and then I wanted to watch. You it watched again it for, for John Stewart, didn't you? I didn't even I know to- he was in I it. I totally until, did. I didn't know he was in it until I was like, yeah, "It's John Stewart." Bring me, bring me Smoochie. Yeah, I need Smoochie. <laughs> Have not seen it. Yeah, Burn Baby Bird. That's our platform. That's Our platform is Burn this, Baby Burn this, and, and Speaking Walken's of Sarah like, Palin, right, as opposed to Drill Baby Drill. Yeah. Again, it's like it's shocking. By the way, this um, this dog, I don't have a great story about the dog, but it, it does relate. Um, what you'll see that when we're, you know, we'll be back on the island with the penguins. and So, I mean, picture the, 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 the scenario. I mean, this is one of those times when I sort of suddenly sort of woke up and blinked and looked around me, and I said, I'm sitting on a refrigerated soundstage. There's penguins wearing rocket packs all around me. <laughs> Um, Vincent. How did I get here? Yeah, Vincent Chiavelli has a monkey, and this chick has this poodle, and 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 it's you know there's so there's penguin handler off screen. There's half dozen penguin handlers. The dog has a handler because of course you know animal action is monitored. The dog has a handler. The monkey has a handler. So just getting ready for a shot. It's like this menagerie craziness goes on while we're down in dust boat watching the water level rise and hoping that you know that uh, they'll they'll shoot soon, but. But one of the things that they would always do is apparently the monkey, you know, it, everyone goes, oh, monkeys, they're so cute. They're, you know, monkeys can just go, pardon the expression, ape shit at any time. Um, so monkeys on set are actually 
when done properly, very carefully monitored. So um, one time I was, I remember we were doing one shot with this monkey just because the, the dog, the dog had a handler and the dog would bring in the handler would bring in the dog and give it to the, the actress and the, the monkey guy would bring in the monkey and give it to Vincent Schiavelli just before they would roll. And he would come in. Just don't bring up the Jews, the monkey. Hates yeah, the he would, well, he would come in <laughs> announcing the monkey's entrance so that we were all aware that there was a monkey in the vicinity. Like what they have to do when weapons, when they bring it literally like hot weapon, yeah. hot weapon. Yeah. This guy would go monkey, monkey on set, monkey coming in, monkey, and it's you know the monkey's like a foot tall. Uh, frankly, like I would appreciate that. This tiny thing, oh, monkey good. on set, monkey on set. One time we were shooting a scene where I happened to not be down in dust boat. I was my penguin was in the corner of frame, and I got to be up just on with the on mortals. Top. Yeah, with the real people on top, just <laughs> just out of camera range. So I'm up on top with my penguin controls. And right next to me is a female grip and she's got a pan of water with a little paddle because she's doing the lights that are making the reflecting thing. So she, she and I are squatting together, you know, freezing, waiting for monkeys and penguins to all get in position. I think I might know where this is going. Go on. It's just it was a one it was a one off thing, but um but uh, the guy goes right past us. Monkey, monkey flying in, monkey, monkey on set, monkey, monkey. Bring out your dad. <laughs> she's sitting there splooshing with her paddle and she goes all rise (laughs) (laughs) well played lady i got the i got the i got giggles for 10 minutes i thought you were gonna say because uh i heard this on uh, on penn's radio show penn penn gillette had a radio show for a while there and he's circus He, he he was a circus guy for a long time and he has a bunch of circus friends and michael gudeau is also a circus guy and apparently chimps in particular if my if i recall the story right uh chimps have a thing where there's, you know, it's an animal logic thing with regards to not only women, uh, but also little people. If you put a chimp and a little person in a room together, the chimp will literally try to kill the little person. Yeah. Every time without feel, every single time. It's a dominance thing, and it happens all the time. And the story Penn tells, you need to Google Pendulette monkey story because it's a fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. But basically the short version is... Wilhelm scream. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah a really scream. obvious a very, Wilhelm. A very loud one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Which, apparently, by the, by the way, uh, can we can we retire the Wilhelm scream <laughs> now? Is it as distracting for anybody else as it is for me? I yeah, think, uh, only only if you're using it ironically. I think yeah. when you try and use it seriously, it t- totally takes me out of the show. Yeah. Anyway, he tells the story about how he had a birthday, and, and okay. Penn doesn't drink or do drugs. So when he has b- birthdays, he tries to make them wacky other ways. So he had invited this. He he knew a guy who had a chimp, and he's like, "Oh, fucking bring the chimp to the party. That'll be great." Oh, and then separately, he invited his little friend to come hang out too, and you know, like a, a little person, three and a half maybe four feet tall, little guy. And and Goudot, who is his friend, said, dude, I thought you were circus. Wait, Goudot came? Yeah. <laughs> Normally oh. you're waiting for him. All yeah. He's supposed you, to wait all the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Goudot, not Goudot. Ah. Um, but, and he's like, I thought you were circus. And Penn's like, well, yeah, I, I guess. You don't know about the, it's, it's a thing. And, and Penn's like, what? He's like, if you put a chimp in a room with a little person, you'll have to have knives because that chimp is going to kill the little person. And he tells this whole story about how we knew for a fact that monkey was going to fucking attack the midget guy and we had <laughs> knives and we were we like before <laughs> someone had said, are you all prepared to do this if this has to happen? And like, <laughs> Oh yeah. But the other thing and the, with regards to women and what I thought you were going at that with is monkeys will immediately try to fondle and finger women. Yes. I, and I've seen that happen. Actually. I see that. Uh, we went to, uh, what kind of parties do you go to? Different, man? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, parties hey, in the eighties. Actually it was, a, it's a Steve Johnson story. We went to a, an animal company, a company that, that hires out animals. This is on a totally different project. We went to a company that hires out animals. 
um, for, uh, for for movies, and they had so they had you know all kinds of different ones in this kind of little so sort of homebrew zoo that they had. We were actually there for a dog. This was for Pet Cemetery too, so we were there. They, just, they also had dogs, but they had like a couple of different kinds of monkeys. And and Steve was there with his then wife, Lydia Quigley, who was like a, a B movie scream queen. She's you know quite quite cute little thing. And and she was like, and she's like a big animal lover. And so so they were like, she was like, oh look a chimp. And and they were like, don't no no no. no. <laughs> And they held no, it back. No, stop. And this little and this chimp like saw her, saw her, you know, this blonde vision. And he like he like he threw himself at the bars and he grabbed on the bars with his hands and his feet and proceeded to like 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 prehensilely wave his erection at her. Like like up and down and up and down. Like, Let's do this lady. <laughs> yeah, like check it out. You know? And he was like, He likes you. I think he likes you. No shit. Going back to um, the movie. Hey, they're fighting. Uh, but well, right before this, you know, he and the the penguin have like their their only real conversation in the movie. Yeah. Where it's like I'm not sure what they're talking about. <laughs> like they're having they're being <laughs> yeah, really they're having some kind of thematic yeah. conversation. Like, well, yeah. things change, and, yeah. but things. What, what, and penguin's huh? like, you don't really think you'll win, do you? And I'm like, wait, what are we playing? Yeah, which, what, is what are the what rules? Are what what am I what am I trying to win? But but then they're having that conversation. And then Catwoman comes flipping across the street, flipping, yeah. happens to come right to their corner, and that's the moment where I'm like, "This is a weird city." <laughs> yeah, like, this, yeah. The, the two of them are chatting, and then she just happens to come yeah. up I on love, the corner. I love how just as we call it in Gotham, Tuesday night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love how they're both like equally baffled. They're they're having their like villain yeah. hero conversation, <laughs> like, and they're just like, "Wait, what, what the fuck is yeah. this now?" And she's like, <laughs> "I understand. I'm a guy in a bat suit, and you're a penguin, but this is this. But this her, is weird." And her, her, I just love Batman and Penguin going. What the fuck, right? <laughs> it's, no, Batman and Penguin, I, I think, are the ones having the. This is a weird city. It's <laughs> really well, weird. Well, the fact that but even she, I like her, her her line read on that is one of my favorite lines in the movie, yeah. where she kind of looks at them and just goes, "Meow, yeah. meow." Yeah. She puts like, her hands down, like, yeah, like you know, yeah. it's, you know. It's I just was doing a flip. It's like it's the perfect exa- when you want to use that internet macro image, which is oh hey, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, have you guys all seen all four of the 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 Burton and Schumacher? I have, yes, yes. I, have, I have. How do you how do you how do you rate them? Uh, favorite to least favorite. Again, I would have to. I'd have to see them again because God knows what happened to me when I so tried dis- to rate the Spider-Man movies. So disclaimed. But uh, I would say probably the one I liked most at the time was Batman Forever, and then Returns, then original Batman, then Batman and Robin, way at the bottom. <laughs> Brian, um, I would I would put the two Burton films first. I don't know which one would actually come first, but. Those first. The Burtons and the Schumachers? And then Forever, and then, yeah. Um, we actually watched, at Jake's place, as a matter of fact, not too long, a couple months ago, we watched Batman and Robin. And my <laughs> God. Yeah. My God. That one's just hard to watch. It's that is like, literally, yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly the phrase for it. Like, yeah, uh, Batman Forever is like, wow, this is, this is bad, but there's, okay, Jim Carrey is amazing, and so, okay. Jim Carrey is fun as shit to watch. Awesome. I kind of like Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is giving it like fun, a, just yeah. a really fun performance, and it's yeah. it's kooky and it's crazy and it's not really it, whatever. But yeah, Batman and Robin is just really difficult to sit there for the whole thing because you can see all of them, every single, even Schwarzenegger, all of them, every single thing they say, they're like, "What have what I come is, to? Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what am I doing?" Even even life? Uma Thurman can't save yeah. that one. It's really a shame. Trey, how do you? You have and, opinions, and, and lucky for Uma Thurman that that Kill Bill happened because for yeah. a while wow. Poison Ivy was Uma she, Thurman. Yeah, she was. Uh, well, she's 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 over with, yeah. I guess. Um, I you know I 
I guess I guess I have to go with the first Burton Batman, even though I've seen it. I actually have seen it fairly recently, and of course, it's it does seem a little aged now. Like you know, it was twenty years ago. Um, it is a little a little uh, you know gray around the edges, but uh, I think it's I think it's fun, and and I think they did. I, I like what they did because you know it's like Batman doesn't matter <laughs> in a <laughs> sense. Um, you know, Batman. The, the first Batman movie is about the Joker. You know, he, he starts out, he becomes the Joker, he is the Joker, and then spoiler, he dies. Just like this one, you see the entire Penguin life story. Neither of Burton's Batman movies are about Batman because Batman doesn't change. Batman, you know, he gets a girlfriend, then he doesn't have a girlfriend. That's all that happens. To in him. fact, it bar- he barely even bothers to touch on the Batman story. The fact that his yeah. parents were killed. There's a there's a reference to it in the first movie, yeah. like and and the and the Joker did it, by the way. Yeah, so that was, you know, the they, they, that was the new thing they they added. But uh, you know, it's I I think the first one just for its sheer sort of creating this insano world from the ground up, you know, and being so groundbreaking for that at the time, um, is is probably the one that I find most memorable. I I, I do I do kind of dig uh, sections of uh, Batman Batman Forever is the one with the one with Carrie. Um, I like Carrie scenes in, in those in that one. I, I'll kind of like fast forward. Like, yeah. But I'm I assuming everyone's it. list at this point is a Nolan Batman, a Nolan Batman, and the yeah. other four. I, I, there I, is, there... I, I, I'm actually no, gonna... I Batman, the first one, I, I never need to see that again. Batman I, I've Begins. seen it once. I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, Batman Begins. I'll actually switch what, what I said because I do think I was going on what I kind of liked before, but I would switch Batman Returns and Batman. I think Batman, the original Batman is the superior film of Burton's. Is everyone's favorite Batman movie The Dark Knight? Uh, there, I now think there is actually uh, some friends of mine did a Batathon recently. They actually they do these great crazy movie. <laughs> one of most gro- gro- by just one of the most grotesque jokes of all just went right by there. To, oh, he, you about to he's, eat he's the got cat? well, no, he's got. She goes uh, he's something, whatever her setup line, but but then he's he's got lotion by the bed. And he's, oh. Do you want send it or unsend? It's like okay, that's just now it's really gross. Now it's <laughs> really really weird. This whole scene is disturbing. Anyway, I'm sorry, but you were saying uh, about this. I, I'm sorry, real quick. I have to actually interrupt my previous tangent and Brian's previous interrupt my interruption of answer. Brian? Yeah, uh, this <laughs> interrupt movie the interruption of the tangent. Fun fact: <laughs> this movie has a a heavy place in Joss Whedon's creative career. Do you know why? Because a formative experience he had was when watching Batman Returns. And he tells a story. (laughs) There's a line in Batman Returns. I poop my pants. And no, the girl I was with wouldn't talk to me, so I went home and started writing. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Uh, I said, oh, I but she was really, do this. But she had get... a really strong personality, and I like that. Yeah. Just knowing what y'all know about Joss Whedon, you're gonna know where I'm going with this in about two sentences. Something about uh, strong women kicking ass. No, no, no. Okay, good. Uh, he uh, he tells the story. He's like, I was watching Batman Returns, and there's this moment where you're kind of hoping the movie will stop being ridiculous, and Michelle Pfeiffer says, "We need to make him the thing that he hates the most," and then Danny DeVito says, "You mean frame him." And Joss Whedon says, and that was the, no, no, you turn his character against everything his character stands for, and you make him realize who he is and where he stands and the identity of all these things. And, and then I went off and wrote whatever movie he was talking about writing. But it was the moment in Batman Returns where, where fucking the Penguin goes, you mean frame him? Or he's like, mm, you have missed the boat on yeah, theme. That is not what she meant at all. Well, but again, in a Burton movie, it's not about Batman's character changing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Batman doesn't learn anything in, in Burton movies. She actually had a bird in her mouth there, by yeah, the way. Uh, not yeah, a huge bird? That's, that's no, real. That's yeah, totally not, real. Not, not 20 years ago. That bird would have shit in her tongue. Well, well, 
and, and, and watch her go. She's still like, yeah, she's right, still like, gotta, like that. That, 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 that. I hope and, that was during the that t- You know that bird is inside her mouth, go bouncing off yeah. the walls of her mouth. Going anyway, you were talking about uh, Batman uh, uh, movies. Yes. Uh, so my friends did a Batman marathon. Uh, any any movie that had been released in the theaters, which included all of you know the Burtons, the Schumachers, and the Nolans. But also uh, an animated, the animated, Mask of the Adam Phantasm? West. The, yes, the Mask of the Phantasm. I've also the Adam West movie okay, as good. well. But I didn't. I've heard Phantasm is really good. I've just that's never probably seen my favorite. It. Batman I had never movie. seen it till, until <laughs> this. Amazing, uh, yeah. <laughs> I never is. seen it until fun. this marathon. The little penguin paddling yeah, the penguin submarine. Paddle flippers. Yeah. See, that's the movie I saw when I was a kid <laughs> in the theater. One of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. Rock my world. <laughs> awesome. I still but, remember the ending with the UN. It was great. Mask of the Phantasm is very, very good and worth. I mean, I. I grew up on the the cartoon series, and it's the same you know same creative team at that point, so it's just like same style, and that's still for my money the best Batman that exists. Hmm. I've only seen three movies. I like The Dark Knight the most, followed by Batman Begins, followed by this. I like The Dark Knight quite a lot. It's it's just like we've talked about with Nolan. He's not perfect, but it's fucking. We've damn got good. an entire yeah. Dark Knight commentary coming out yeah. in a few weeks, guys. Exactly. It's coming up. We just wanted to get all the other Batmans into one, so we're doing them all here. Exactly. We 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 picked this one over the first one because because I you know this one I'll tell you know the last of my few remaining stories before the world loses interest in hearing me we talk. We have popped trays talking on the internet, yeah. Cherry. But we also don't need to. We also don't need to you know see Batman Begins because like in, in that one Batman begins. Okay. <laughs> and then Liam Neeson was there. And, yeah, Liam Neeson did a thing. It was whatever. Anyway, now that that's out of the way, now, <laughs> that, now that the Batman Phantom Menace is done, those we'll are do. and that, that's I, I think that's uh, when a, when a sequel is really good. We'll just talk about that in general. Yeah. When a sequel is really good, that's what that's what you feel like when the original, where the the <laughs> the filmmaker is like, all right, I. I really just told you that story so I could tell you this story. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I had know. to tell you that one. They no, no, no. Ma- they, they made me tell you yeah. that one. Don't say that. Don't say that because you're giving justification to what George Lucas just did with Red Tails and what he said on his oh, Daily yeah. Show interview. Did you guys well, see that interview? Yeah. Well, he said uh, he, uh, he literally said Red that. Tales, he literally, like, he literally, literally said that. the beginning of the story he, he wants he, to do. He said, no, Red he Tails kind of sucks, but you should see the prequel and the sequel I have an idea for. Yeah. Oh. He said, I had to make this movie at first to tell the other two movies that I really want to make with the prequel and the sequel. And you know, but you know Hasn't what? Hasn't he learned that he doesn't need to do the prequel? Yeah. <laughs> also, no. No, apparently he not. Hasn't. Also, also he has not. Well, the Phantom I'll Menace you, is an unnecessary. By the way, Michelle Pfeiffer, like the whatever Michelle Pfeiffer has got going on right here is amazing. Like, she's got this, like, really, like, I'm. I'm fucked up and I'm about to lose my shit kind of like and you still a, she, want me. She's an enigmatic, <laughs> depressive, bipolar like yeah. curve thing and you see it she all in her eyes. She gives a really great performance in this movie. She's good. I got to say. Anyway, you were she saying doesn't, good. she doesn't quite know what to do cuz she's like I'm still I still feel kind of meek on the inside but I've also like totally kicked <laughs> some ass. Inside and, I'm insane. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I just want This this person talking about a gratuitous death. Oh yeah. They, yeah. they just whacked this girl but I was surprised as hell when that Ooh. happened. Like speaking, wow, she died. Okay. Speaking of childhoods by the way, this I distinctly remember in the first scene, you know, when at the first like uh lighting the Christmas tree uh-huh. ceremony scene, in my presexual brain, I remember distinctly thinking I like that she's wearing that, but boy, she must be cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not easy being a winter princess. Ugh. It's not for sissies. Yeah, but she's not. She doesn't just light up trees. She's an actress. She's an also actress. an actress. I like the way he throws that. <laughs> just how just how completely unhinged he becomes <laughs> in that little moment. That I love that. Anyway, long story short, George Lucas is nuts. You know, but yeah. what, what yeah. I was gonna say is that. the The principle is sound. <laughs> it's just that George <laughs> Lucas doesn't know how to do it. It's like when you hear a good idea from someone you think is retarded. Yeah. You're like, you ha- you know enough to be dangerous. That's all that's happened yeah. here. There's a phrase for that called reverse stupidity is not intelligence. Yeah. Oh, nice. Rever- 
Inter- that's cool. Yeah. I like that. I like. Yeah, that. I like that. Just because if somebody's wrong about one thing, any or wrong about a lot of things, doesn't mean you can automatically discount them about anything else. Right. Yeah. It's good. Well, like that, that. that plays into the same the ad hominem fallacy. Right. It's like I can't. If someone says something, I can't just dismiss them being like, "Well, you're retarded." You're so always wrong. Yeah. Um, I have to. I have to listen and be like, "Okay." You're retarded because, <laughs> yeah. and then just <laughs> then once we, again, you th- are wrong. Yeah. This is a data point that adds to the curve. <laughs> yeah. It's not an outlier, yeah. so yeah. But you still have to look out for the outlier. This is interesting that they reference. They, they actually acknowledge. I actually like the, this a lot. That I the really other movie do. happened. Yeah. And there's even the even better joke later, which, which where they actually hang a lantern on one of the dumber plot points of the first movie, uh, which is that they uh, Alfred left. Alfred a, says, "Oh yeah, Vicky Vale just walking into the Batcave," <laughs> and it just goes on and on about it, which is like, okay, good, you noticed that too. That's good because uh, you were in that movie well, and that happened. Well, apparently in the trivia, it's because the guy, the guy who wrote. He wrote both of these movies. He wrote the f- the f- Sam Ham is his name. Sa- uh, Sam Daniel, Ham. I thought it was Daniel something. No, well, Sam Ham. Daniel Sam Ham wrote the first one and wrote the story for this one and died. Yeah. So he he. Uh, wow. But apparently, Ooh, yeah. but apparently, he also wrote the first draft of a couple of these. So he wrote the first yeah. draft of the original. He gets Batman. story credit on this. He one. was rewritten, and he and the rewrites included the Vicky Vale scene. So apparently, he put in those lines yeah. as like a jab to be like, "That was stupid, right? That was totally <laughs> yeah. dumb." That was well, the worst plot point yeah. ever. He, he he says it's in the in the behind the scenes. He's like, "Yeah, a lot of fans were pissed about that, so I figured he'd make a joke out of it." So, so Sam Ham, not a, the dead one, uh, or is he? Uh, he did. He did die. He is the one who died, I, I believe. Wh- whatever died. the screenwriter that was. Still he alive. died not long after, and the, the, his agent said at the time because you know he wrote the biggest movie of all time, and then died not that long after. And they said, "Yeah, oh yeah, Sam's very much in demand. He's just not available." Yeah. <laughs> But I do. I really do like the idea uh, that the fact that they actually went and did this yeah. and say, "Yeah, the the other chick still existed. Yeah. She was still <laughs> yeah. part of this story." In fact, Sam, Unlike um, every Bond's girlfriend yeah, of all right. time, Sam Ham worked on uh, girlfriend worked on Watchmen as well. He did a draft of Watchmen at one point. Yeah, that's that's how long Watchmen's been kicking yeah, around. Exactly. Although, well, uh, James Bond. The new James Bond, they actually they do, yeah, for the first time, right, yeah. was a continuity. Right. They acknowledge that there was the which one, the the uh, wife or the Quantum of Solace. Uh, well, yeah, the, Solace the previous because previous the arc one. of the the is arc of the first one is oh, James he's Bond really in love. One one of the ja- Roger Moore James, one of the Roger Moore James Bonds uh, octopusy, I think, acknowledges mm. the wife from uh, the uh, Her Majesty's okay. Secret Service. The chat is saying Sam Ham is alive. Okay, okay that's the other one. It's Warren 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 whoever is the one that died. Um, By the way, Sam Ham is alive is a good name for a screenplay. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Ham is alive. Uh, it'll be on the blacklist any day now. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Quantum of Solace is a direct sequel. I, I think it's the first James Bond direct sequel to um, Casino Royale because yes, it follows yes, yes. it follows directly the second on it, Daniel Craig, and it's basically about him. Mm-hmm. Trying to get some revenge for the people who put her up to that and blah blah blah. I recall right. reading something. Fun. This is so fucking off, Batman. We shouldn't even talk but, about this. But uh, I, I will also point out that we, we were saying it's cool that they acknowledged it. This was supposed to be a completely direct sequel. Yeah. And Burton didn't want to do that, so he mm. rewrote it to be just more episodic, and they just kind of acknowledged it. Was Vicky it going here. to be? I don't understand woman? the. How impetus, would that work? I don't understand the impetus of a director who has just made a movie, an episodic kind of movie, saying I don't want. I specifically don't want this to be a sequel to the last one. It seems like every director director's idea would be, I want to tell a big story, and I want to see where things evolve, and I want to... Well, uh, yeah, Tim Burton does not understand any of the things you no, just said. No, but it's like... I, I can I, if, Imagine if I gave you an Indiana Jones movie, and you finished it, and it was like, cool, that actually kind of worked. I said, want to do another one? You go, yes. Would well, you want to do a fresh start not on, not a, on a sequel? 
And that for uh, for this, you'd want to like evolve what happened in the first one. Bat- Batman was totally Indiana Jones is a bad example because you could. I used and, Indiana Jones because they're all episodic. Yeah. Guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're episodic because if, that's what it is. But I mean, if, if you, you started something new, Armageddon yeah. Two, I would not want to make. Yeah, because <laughs> no, like no, what, no, no, no. what but, the hell is Armageddon Two going to be about? Oh, look, another meteor. I yeah. mean, what the hell? Oh. And, and this and this ba- Batman is. Definitely a paycheck movie for Tim Burton. So he, oh, yeah. you know, he and made even the more so for Michael Keaton. Yeah, and they roped him into doing the well, second one. But huh. the, the consequence for to, for getting him to agree to do the second one is he could make it okay. a Tim Burton. L- L- oh, okay. Let me, the, let me be the, clear. Sorry, the symbol is on the 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 thing, and then he connects the cowl to it. That's okay, why yeah, there isn't that's, one. That's the, the let bolt. me be clear. See, bolt I don't think that Tim Burton finished Batman and thought. What else can I? What? Uh, how can I finish off this story? I don't think that was ever his idea. I just can't imagine a situation wherein you're directing, you direct a movie of an episodic franchise of any type with a lead character that's sort of like there every time, and then you go, I get to do another one. Interesting. Okay. Now where do we leave off? Where, how can I evolve that idea as opposed to? I just want to do another episode. Yeah. No, I think that's all there was to do with this one. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, you, you're putting it as, oh, I get to do another one. Tim Burton went, I, I have, have to, to do, do another, another one, one and I hate one. Batman. Yeah. I don't know if he hated Batman, but I mean, didn't you say? I'm not interested in Batman, I think. Didn't you say you haven't seen the first Batman? Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck. The first Batman is over. <laughs> the first, he, he, told, he told the story that he told, which is about the life story of the Joker featuring special guest star Batman. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, another Batman movie. Well, he did what you would expect him to do. I'm going to do okay. another fascinating... Episode two. I'm going to do another fascinating villain with Batman kind of in there somewhere. In fact, I'm going to do two fascinating villains and tell both their entire life stories and put some Batman scenes in there to make the studio happy. But I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep him off screen for as long as possible. Do they ever explain... Doug Jones on the Doug right. Jones, Doug, Doug Jones, Doug Jones. I, I and Ta-da! I and I recognized him watching this. I was like, "Who is that skinny, goofy yeah, clown?" You, you, I know. I didn't that even face. do that. I saw the face. I went, "Doug Jones." Yeah. And then it it took me the second time he was on screen that I was like, "That's Doug Jones." Yeah. Oh I, my I, gosh. I, I I I looked at him and I was like, "Okay, why do I?" Know? I thought he was somebody else. It was the credits. I went, "Oh, it was Doug Jones, of course." Did they ever Doi. explain how the penguin got the hands huh. on the schematics and the ability to? Nope. They just they just have that. <laughs> they just have the Batmobile well, schematics in a draft they... of the movie since Lost to Us. Yeah, are. I'm sure there he is. Yep. By the way, if you don't know who Doug Jones is, I won't say shame on you because he's kind of obscure, but he's awesome. He's everything in Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Basically, every movie where Guillermo del Toro has a skinny monster, that's Doug Jones, that's Doug Jones. every time. Plus, he's been showing up like a lot, like a lot in web series lately. He was just yeah. in Fallout New Break. He was at the Guild. Uh, he's, he's in. in, like, he's in the I guess his agent said, "All the kids think you're cool for some reason. Go no, do it." No, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those actors. He's also, that he likes. No, I've, I've heard. He likes to work. I, I know that, and, and I've heard. I have close friends who have done scenes and stuff yeah. with him. I've heard nothing but he is kind of creepy, but super sweet all the time. Dude, really yeah. nice guy. I, I, I met him at Comic Con because. Uh, Did you get a lot of sweet and some creepy? Yes, because you know what? Because <laughs> you know what? I told him I was like, "Oh, hey," because I, you know, first of all, I think he was because um, this was before some of the web series stuff. So I think he was amazed that I recognized him without any makeup on. I'm like, "Oh, hey, Doug Jones." I'm like a, a super huge fan. It's like, "Oh my gosh, that's awesome!" And then he gave me a big hug, and that I was like, "Just yeah. a little too yeah, long." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's cool and fine," but I did not see that coming. <laughs> Doug Jones is hugging me now. Yeah, yeah. Just... and there was there was mind there was tweet. That. Doug was, Jones is hugging me yeah, now. Yeah, there was that where I was like, oh my God, I just got a hug from Doug Jones. And then, oh my God, I just got a hug from yeah. Doug Jones. You know, there was both levels going on. It would have been crazy if he saw you like Keaton saw Grohl and went, well, that would have almost made more Come sense. Is that an R2-D2 in your pants? Are you just happy to see me? The 
the scene watching the watching the movie the other day when I was catching up with it again. That scene that we just had where where Batman and uh, and uh, Catwoman are are going at it. I suddenly just popped in my head. Like, These two are perfect for each other. I mean, this a weird. This movie's also about sexual politics and this whole weird, you know, thing. And one that Watchmen kind of touched on later on, many years later, as a movie. Um, this sort of like this is who we. You know, like this, this movie gets into deviant that deviant thing. Yeah. <clears throat> this is who we are. We're these cosplay fetish people. Yeah, and it's weird for us that we we can't connect when we're just like normal. <clears throat> we can't make it work, but we we have this awesome crazy kick-ass relationship yeah. when we're in our fetish <laughs> outfits. That's my that's my favorite thing. Is uh, my favorite bit in this movie, and uh, we've even mentioned it before on other commentaries. I think is the scene at the ball where they realize it's yeah. them. Yeah. Do and we have to start like, fighting now? Oh shit! That's the best scene in the movie. I don't understand yeah. how. How this works anymore? Well, there's you know I, I always like that trope. It happens, I think, in the first National Treasure movie also, or something. No, Entrapment, something with Catherine Judah Jones. Fuck them, whatever. But like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that's like, oh my god, you're that, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's just and it's usually in a ballroom. Like how yeah. many ballrooms are in everyone's? Oh my life? gosh, you're my yeah. enemy, but also my love. But yeah. that's also kind of you can you know you can do a sexy scene with that. Oh yeah, like, like this. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh. That must have been just a weird day. Really, <laughs> that was just I a mean, weird day all around. <laughs> I mean, kissing scenes already are kind of weird, and then they're like, "So I just..." I, well, she's got. She doesn't want to ruin that lipstick because that yeah. would just be that would just be a mess. Although she, there was the scene with the uh, with the bird where her lipstick got fucked up. And yeah, like it's just fucked up now. That's just how it is. <laughs> That's just now. I'm a man. She's got. That's continuity. Where then. does she carry a mirror in that outfit? Yeah, she came out in '92, right? Yep. So they were shooting in '91. Yeah, probably. Sounds late right. Late '90s. When was Batman? When was the original Batman? '88, '89, '89. Yeah, '89. I believe '88 yeah. or '89. Interesting. I had now. A... This seems like a mistake. Okay. What he's about to do, because uh, he knows he's just been framed. He knows there's a bunch of bats flying around. So he, then he flies <laughs> through the plaza. It's totally gonna look right. like ha 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 ha. Like right he's terrorizing the, the yeah. fucking crowd. I'm the Batman. Yeah, I did this. Wahaha! I totally did it's it. It's like that. That's. This is uh, a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> if you had like a PR guy going, that was not yeah. the right move. <laughs> <was a> bad <laughs> move. Always call me before that sort of thing because that was not the moment. Look at all that cool CG. Anyway, I recently had occasion with regards to uh, uh, Batman Arkham City, which was a uh, a, a game. Mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum happened, and then everyone's yeah. like, Arkham Asylum was amazing, and then they made a sequel called Arkham City, which everyone said was way better. I think yeah. my favorite line in the movie is coming up right here. Which one is that? She goes, you said you were going to scare the Ice Queen. She looked pretty scared to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is a great line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there it is, right there. Uh, but I was working on uh, advertising for Batman Arkham City, uh, which is the one, if you recall, all those Batman ads you saw on the internet about two years ago where Batman was, like, everything was stark white. Mm-hmm. It was these really weird black and white pictures of Gotham and Batman, and everything was, like, kind of, Most, I think that was like, just a bleach bypass year, yeah. thing. Uh, was that, that recently? Yeah. Anyway. Arkham Asylum was two years ago. Arkham yeah, City Arkham was... City is fairly new. And everyone, I, I haven't played either of those games because I don't really do games that much, but everyone <laughs> said Arkham City was amazing, like, great game. Um... But I had occasion during that project uh, to look through every incarnation of the Batman logo ever. And there are like 25 of them. It's not like I, two, two or three. No, it's 25 of them from everything from the comics all the way up through action hero, action comics and all that shit through the, the show. And then Detective every, comics. everything detective comics. What's action comics? Superman. Oh, are those the same DC Marvel? No. Well, DC, they are now. DC is now. Did yeah. we just yeah. like shake off all of our listeners like water off a dog? Like, <laughs> oh, wow, you just screwed that up real bad, man. But it was bad, man. Anyway, it was cool to look through all those. And I, I deduced, aside from the fact that I think that the Christopher Nolan Batman logo with the flat top of the wings, 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's really cool looking. But the one I walked away from, like, well, now I have 25 variations on the same icon. Wh- wh- which one am I pick? The one I thought was the coolest, I reverse figured out, was actually the one from the these two, Batman huh. and, and Batman Returns. I think it is the With most the weird icon- kind of curviness. Now, and yeah. the, the most iconic Yeah, it's Batman just, I, I think it was just weighted logo. right. I was yeah. looking at that logo like it was a font choice. Like, that has the right weighting. I yeah. like that one. There's, though. like, another alteration where there's, like, a little secondary spike on yeah. the bottom. And I think, it, was it the cartoon good. that had the really wide, skinny one? <laughs> Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, there's one that where like so. the wings were far apart. I know which one you're of... talking about, but uh, always says Batman Beyond. There's Batman Beyond and and also uh, Batman and Robin. They they wound up s- kind of spreading a, it a out very a like as well. thin, yeah. uh, yeah. wide. So thing. It, yeah. it's probably um, it was probably one of those two that you're referencing. I love that car. Here's, here's yeah. where the movie gets the most Burton-y yeah. for me. <laughs> well, the, the, even the moment where it's like, okay, and he bothered to build a little Batmobile model yes, for exactly. himself. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, who who built that? Yeah, <laughs> Clowns. Yeah. The clowns <laughs> built that. Where did the clowns learn exactly. to build that? Actually, <laughs> clown school. were you the one who said this would this would go well with, with Roger Rabbit? Was it you? Because it's like, that's that's the moment where it's the most like that, where it's like, those are just the rules of like, Batman villains. It's like, did you did you have to build the little <laughs> yeah. the little thing and and have it like be coin op and everything? And they're like, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't it work if work we didn't do that. Are you yeah. new here? What's? R- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to build it to scale or paint. It looks it looks great, Batman. I, 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 I'm a Batman villain. What yeah. do you think? I could only get out of the cuffs when it was funny. This will only yes. work if it's a scale <laughs> model just for myself. Yeah, with a coin you have to put yeah. in. <laughs> There's a very weird balance to the the Burton movies because it is overwhelmingly la- that, but there are these moments of you know straight man, you know realism of like earlier when the, they're throwing all the the vegetables at at uh, the penguin, <laughs> yes. he's like, who brings tomatoes to a press conference? <laughs> it's coming up. Oh, it's coming up. It's okay. coming up. Yeah. I just figured someone was going to say something I disagreed with. I was I thinking like that to too. On me honestly, honestly, where has that gone? In our political discourse, I, I mean, we could use. You miss tomatoes and cabbages. Now, could, now they yeah. get all well, bit out of shape if you throw a pie. It's like, yeah. no, we used to. We should bring a you know, potato. You think a pie is bad? <laughs> Take a potato over the face. Yeah. Well, these days, didn't somebody just throw a bunch of glitter at Mitt Romney? And yeah, it was yeah. like it yeah. made him fabulous. Yeah, but then it was they were looked at by the Secret Service. Because There's a video of Jeremy Clarkson. Can't take now. There's a video from Jer- of Jeremy Clarkson from he Top get Gear the real word. I'm getting sorry. pied in the face. And it's it's what's interesting and startling about that video is how Im- I can't tell if it's he's just kind of easygoing or if he knew there was already cameras all around him. But he gets the pie in the face like he's about to. I think he was getting like an honorary doctorate or something. He was in a graduation gown kind of thing, and he gets pie in the face, and he immediately goes, "Good one," and like starts tasting it. Like no <laughs> human would react to that. At least there'd be like a startled, "What the fuck?" Or any- he was just like, "Oh, oh, you got me." It's like that's. Well, it's weird like, like how every, well you like every day that. that happens. When yeah. uh, when Schwarzenegger was running for governor, someone at at one of his speeches, someone threw an egg at him, and it, and it hit him, and then he got up, and everyone saw it, but he just everyone was like, he, what? No, he stayed he stayed cool about it. He was waving and blah blah blah. And the first thing he said when he got to the podium was, "That guy owes me bacon." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Nice one." That wow, save that. <laughs> that was great. He does deserve to be governor. Yeah, just like the penguin deserves to be mayor. Exactly. And this is how we make our decisions about who should run our Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd love to have breakfast with him. He was yeah. kind of witty in an impromptu fashion. Yeah. He should run the world. That's right. 
Here's here's one of those things that just like the bat pod, you know, Nolan is is no is no exception here. Where's one of those like, wow, you really designed the thing <laughs> to do that. Yeah, that would only be useful in like very few situations, which fortunately in the movie always come up. So you can demonstrate that amazing thing you built the Batmobile to do. <laughs> and that great moment, he's like. Okay, now I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that, that see that's the kind of thing. That's, that's what I like in a movie is like, what if it didn't work? It's like it was supposed to do a whole thing where the it get shrunk. It was we had a whole thing that we built in there. I swear to God, but uh, the one time I needed, uh, I tried it. I mean, you know, we, we we I mean we tested it, but you know, I mean, real I mean, life you can't is, really fully test it. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, you just gotta the you beta know, is always when you release it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like you, know, you can't test a bomb, like they say. You know, it's like. Just have to hope it works, and then and so with this scene, it's like the whole mayor subplot. It's like, and that's done, without <laughs> much. Okay, yeah. And then there's the firstborn one is like, and then there was that one, but we're yeah. gonna get that one out of the way in two shots. And it's even really just mayor. Like it's not even really an important thing that yeah. he's running for. It's not president. I never know like what that. mayors do. That's a, yeah. yeah. They go to meetings. What? What do you? What do you? Clint Eastwood, do you get to, like, Clint Eastwood make, was a mayor for five years. Do you get to make laws? Do you get to have sex with everybody? What do you get to do as a mayor? What is Prince your thing? Town, I think. Yeah. yeah. Watch the last season of The Wire. It's, that's one yeah. of the major yeah, plots actually, of it. If it's a big city, it's almost it's it's actually a really big deal. Rahm Emanuel was a mayor of Chicago, he is, right? He is the mayor now, right now. Like, oh, he had to. Yeah, he got. Yeah. Yeah. He had to, mm. he, <laughs> that was West Wing season nine, that first year of the cares, Obama administration. He yeah. cares about Chicago so much, he left the White House to be mayor of Chicago. Well, there is more money to be made <laughs> as mayor true. of Chicago than working in the White House. Man, they have a tighter grip on the racket. I just Chicago. don't know what mayors do. I was amused. Well, I if you're Villaraigosa, you. Yeah, I I know that. That's the thing I know. The mayor of L.A. is Via Via, Via Antonio Villaraigosa. Villaraigosa. I shot one of his campaign videos the last time he ran for mayor. Shot in a part. Shot in the in the in the thirties. Yeah, when, pretty much. Wait, when yeah. was that? That would be God. That would be like nineteen ninety ish. Yeah, there's the there's the Vicky Vale. Thing. I know what mayors do. <laughs> Public confession. <laughs> I don't do, know what they do. They do like president things, but smaller, and they don't have an army. <laughs> they get to decide when parks go up. Like who's yeah, that stuff. That's... It's all about budgets and you know and pleasing all the population that nerd you can't things. please. Yeah, that's like nerd stuff. Exactly. That's it, it's it seems like a decidedly nerdy thing. That's like all of the boring shit about being president with none of the glamour. Without the ability <laughs> to actually nuke anybody. <laughs> without, or, yeah. It's all the boring shit of being president without the cool airplane. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. He has a desk made of rock. Yeah. And again, Alfred, it's like, wait, you do that too? <laughs> yeah, he's also a hacker. Yeah. Alfred. He's a butler and an expert hacker. I would, I would love to see a moment where like, you know, Batman comes home after one of these missions and he's like, but Alfred, I'm really hungry. Where's dinner? Oh, I'm sorry, Master Bruce. I was busy fucking with all the cell phones for you. I didn't have time for fucking dinner. <laughs> you can learn to use... Like, it's one or the other, motherfucker. Use, you learned to use the goddamn microwave, Mr. Yeah, Wayne. Yeah, exactly. You know how many buttons I press while you're out? You can press five. Yeah. I will show you which five. For next time. Yeah, it's Tupperware. It's in the fridge. There's a yeah. note. It's all explained for you. In fact, I'm going to go back to building your plane. Master Bruce, if you only ate baked potatoes, I actually have a button on the microwave <laughs> just for you. Yes. Perfect. Which I always wonder how they decide what two... Like, there's always two buttons on the microwave that are for, like, a default dish, like popcorn and baked potato or something. Yeah. Seriously. There's how do a, they pick those? There's a scientist who had to figure that out. Yeah. Calc- okay. Cal- First of all, I want actual calculations that yeah. are thermodynamics. Excuse yeah. me, sir. Do you do potato science? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the popcorn Who, button. Who's the potato scientist here? I've had some. I've had some microwaves <laughs> where I'm like, wow, the popcorn button is fucking spot on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they know I their shit. You popcorn scientist. They know their shit. I think it's a whole Real thing. Man of between the microwave lobby and the powerful popcorn <laughs> lobby, they've pretty much taken over that whole. It's thing. It's like I've always. That's said. what mayors do. That's you, what mayors do. It's like I've always said. You have to watch out for the popcorn industrial complex. They, yeah. that's, JFK warned us about that. Oh, <laughs> you hear that? It's like the TY Beanie Baby complex. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, watch out for the. Oh, they brought popcorn. Okay, yeah. another another bit there that always bothered me, even when I was the nine years CD old. CD record scratch. Yeah, you cannot do that kind of record <laughs> scratch with a CD. Number one, it's a funny joke. Number two, why would you do that when you're trying to make it look like <laughs> yeah, you're trying to frame him? Things. It's a comedy joke. The uh, the other thing that struck me about it at the time was like, wow, Bruce Wayne is so advanced; he actually can record onto a CD. Yeah. He doesn't even have to like. That's pretty awesome. Uh, um, the other yeah. thing I love, I, I just noticed about when rewatching this scene that I thought was so awesome is the fact that Burton insists insisted on shooting on shooting the penguin through the microphones. He never yes. framed him like cleanly. It's like no, they all the microphones are up there and he's down barely visible behind the podium. I thought that was such an amazing here's, here's way to shoot. There's the line. Yeah. Why hunt Who brings tomatoes and cabbages? <laughs> <Yeah>. Eggs. He <laughs> eggs, says eggs, eggs even eggs though that's tomatoes. inaccurate. Yeah, but, well. How do you know there weren't eggs? I hope someone lost their job for that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, someone just lost the mayor. It's weird candidacy. that you brought that up. I haven't thought about that in a long time, but that's the first memory I have of in in the category of my brain devoted to the sort of evolution of technology, that's the first memory I have in that category was someone saying, this would have been like 98, maybe 97, yeah, we haven't figured out how to you know record CDs yet, but once we do, that'll probably be everywhere. Like, CDs existed, and someone's dad, I was hanging out with some, my friend, and his dad said, oh, we haven't figured out a way to you know put songs on CDs yet, but you know that's coming up soon. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't know who that was that took that penguin dive, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> Went head first yeah. into that water. And, and it's not that deep. Yeah. So I remember, I remember this scene. We had we were sitting in dust boat for a long time because this duck mobile had to make oh. this whole trip, and it's like it would go off course. I forget how they were controlling it, but it would go off course or it wouldn't land correctly. We're down there going for fuck's sake. We're all there. How did you get? Do you just dump a bunch of penguins and hope that they all do what you want? Yeah, them to they do? would. They they got fairly good at hurting. Now now there is a story and 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 uh, it's on IMDb. Quoting Stan Winston, who may or may not have been there the day that this happened, but I can verify that it happened, although it's a little different than the way it's quoted on IMDb. But okay, here we are. There's a good example right there. So there's the tallest penguins are little people, the medium sized ones are sometimes they're real, but sometimes they're the cable ones, and then the little Adelis are all kind of just packed in there, and they would, you know, kind of keep trying to scooch them into the shot. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, this happened during one of these scenes. Um, we're all down in Dust Boat, all, we're all under, you know, listening to. We were listening to Danny DeVito stomping around overhead. Um, and Andy, I'm pretty sure it was Andy Schoenberg. If it was Craig Caton was the other uh, Winston guy who was who was our supervisor and would give us direction over the radio. Um, one of the two of them, I forget which one, said, okay, after we did a take, he goes, okay, one of you down there wasn't even moving your penguin last time. Who the hell's like, and, and just, is there a penguin controller that has no one sitting at it? And we're all, you know, we're down in dust boat, you know, packed in there looking around and, you know, our forest of cables and electrical wires and TV sets and going, I know there's, you know, we're all like, okay, look, you move your, you, you okay. One penguin farthest on the left, move your penguin. No, 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 no. Then you, okay. Next guy, move your penguin. No, no, no. Okay. Look, somebody's not moving their penguin. They, they didn't move at all to the last shot. So just make sure this next take move your, you know, everybody don't go crazy, but make sure your penguin moves. All right, fine. We got it. All right, fine. We understand that this makes penguins move. So yeah, we're doing it. That's what we're here for. Do the next take is okay, guys. Again, you know, don't make me come down there. 
finally, I believe it. I believe what happened was he, he actually said, "All right, fine. I'm just going to come down there and figure out whose penguin this is." And he comes down there, um, and th- this was a shot that they were doing. They cleared all the live penguins out, um, and it was just you know, star penguins. Um, and he comes down there, and he went, "Oh, uh, one of the penguins had not gone home with the others." And it stayed with our penguins and was literally like hiding out amongst our penguins, <laughs> just kind of like standing amongst them like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> literally, they, they cleared all the live penguins or so they You're thought. living out the movie Madagascar. <laughs> exactly. But one of them was like standing with among our penguins. And he, of course, the real penguin was the one that wasn't moving <laughs> because he was trying to chill. He was like, mm. nobody sees me. That's right. When, uh, I'm camouflaged with these other weirdo fake ones. That's right. So when I was a kid, we went on this uh, cruise uh, to Antarctica, and we got to walk around and these do these little expeditions where you walk around on the, these islands. And before we actually like disembarked at any point, the the tour guys, the nature guys of it, were like, "Okay, you can't walk up to the penguins, and you can't touch them. You know, you can't approach them. That's those are the rules. Those are the nature rules, and you can't do it. And if you do, we have to get you in trouble." Okay, <laughs> and then they said, "But." There is nothing stopping them from walking <laughs> up to you. Ah. And they have no idea that you're a human being or that they should be scared of you. <laughs> what the laws are. So they're not. So they very well might walk right up to you. And none, none of them, like, walk straight up to him. But it was totally like, these guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> <They're just> like, <laughs> yeah. In, in, this, in this environment, like, in the water, the whales are, you know, Satan for them. But on land, it's nothing. Nothing up here seems sharp and pointy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, right. yeah, it's good. Elephant seals can't move that fast. Yeah. You know, they're way over there. That's so. all good. So yeah. they're just like, hey, what's going on? That's 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 what they are like. The yeah. the, the the nuttiest moment for me of uh, how blase penguins are is as you'll see later in the movie. You can put little rocket pack outfits on them, <laughs> they and they and they'll keep swimming and walking around just the same. Uh, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Strap it on me. <laughs> whatever, dude. Do it. Um, Light them up, country music. It's party night. <laughs> That's right. One day, I was, I, whatever day we were shooting. We're coming up on the, the best scene in the movie, by the way. Oh, Just okay. the, do we have to start fighting now? When they realize that they are you know, Batman and Catwoman. I was sitting, uh, you know that refrigerator prop, that big thing with the big fans that bounces up and down in the corner? I was sitting on that, and they were bringing in the penguins, and it was for a scene where they're all in their rocket back gear. So I'm sitting there, and there's that narrow piece of sidewalk walkway right there from the lip of the, the water. I'm sitting there, and the entire cast of penguins <laughs> walk past me like the in single file wearing rocket packs and armor, <laughs> the big ones and the little ones. And they just like blip, 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 just like, just like, and I'm sitting there. I'm the only person around there. And they were just, you know, because they just one will follow the next, and they're just like totally chill, like, where are we going? We're going. And they would walk by, and, and every, every, like, fifth one would, like, turn to me and literally just give me, they're like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> and just keep on walking. Hey, man. Yeah, and it was just this endless parade of, of penguins. You could almost say it was a march of It penguins. was a march of penguins. But it was the fact that they were wearing candy-colored rockets and helmets. <laughs> and I just, about, about 20 penguins in, I just got the giggles. And it just, they, they were just this infinite line of, like, oh, God, this is my life right now. Hollywood. This is This is actually fucking happening i'm here this is real just sitting on a big art department fridge <laughs> watching a bunch of little real animals walk by me every now and then going these movies right just I'm, every day it's I'm early getting paid to have this hallucination exactly right now. it's like elvis died that's a ucm2 moment right money there to have this happen and oh, I'm, I'm getting in for free ucm2 oh god i thought it was just me yeah it was like this is uh, they won't believe me when i get back to earth oh, and that's they funny tell man this, this was my life that's fucking. I just can imagine. I can imagine just. Hey, 
<laughs> yeah, it was that was the one, just like one of the big Adele, big ones, just like turning me like good crafty today, huh? So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Do you like sardines too? Me too. Yeah, yeah it's kind of bad. Anyway, I got to do a thing. I got to do Yeah. <laughs> one of the weirdest things. We can chill after. So went, funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you Dude, doing later? What part of town are you from? <laughs> Oh, you're just over in Culver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, they yeah. flew us in from Antarctica, man. It was, so, you, awesome. so you've been in L.A. long? Do you like it? Yeah. I'm thinking of moving here, but my girlfriend is just, not into it. I just did a guest spot on Whitney. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got, got a couple of auditions next week. Got a call back I'm really excited about. <laughs> that was that was what it was. I mean, the Penguin's just like, yeah, what's up? How you doing? In the chat room, everyone's laughing their asses off. <laughs> Someone says they can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Typing Damn, roll. those people on the... That went they, flying. They from took the a hit. They took it hard. That was man. A, wow. Those Who, are some serious ratchets. Well, Batman, there's another room full of people you didn't save. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Who, by the way, puts in a skylight into the sewer system beneath yeah. their uh, fancy ballroom? The answer to your question <laughs> is San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing in San Francisco? Yep. So Gotham they is. Do, they do have some really nice sewers. Like they, they do. They, they got the big, That's some huge big tunnels. They like the yeah. like the old like the, the like Vienna Art like Deco third and shit. man yeah. uh, sewer system. They also have. Be- uh, if you watch Dirty Jobs, like I do, there's also some pretty fucking awful heinous sewers in San Francisco. Mike Rowe has a hard job. He does. Yeah. He has to go every day. Going he has to suck is, in a new way. That's yeah. like hell. <laughs> They Going should do like an infinite a regression, picture. like Dirty Jobs episode where it's his job. It's like this. Yeah, this which, is this is the dirtiest job there is. Which, I'm by sure, the way, you guys have a, seen Dirty Jobs, right? You know, I've seen a few episodes. Who Mike Rowe is? I, I, yeah, he I, used to be. He was on QVC for like five years, uh, and there's the YouTube is filled with videos of like things that old ladies had on tape that their grandson must have seen and went, "Oh my god!" and put it on YouTube. And it's like it's Mike Rowe at three in the morning, like kind of trapped, kind of in prison in a it's just like it's just me and this camera in a room, and I have to be the guy talking about this cat bag, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, well, this bag. Uh, Talk about it. see, he actually. <laughs> He was happy to get a new TV show <laughs> where he got to climb around in a sewer. And there's this moment like, at least where he's I'm not on QVC. You can look this up, YouTube this right now. It's Michael. It's Mike Rowe on QVC talking about, and it was fucking the stupidest, the stupidest products you've ever seen in your life. And it's a, it's a, it's called the cat cat sack cat bag cat sack. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a yes from Chloe. Sounds who horrifying. Whatever. It seen this, where it's okay. So it's a bag. Stay with me. This gets better. And it's cloth on the outside, but inside it's made of cellophane, man. And you go, oh. and the cats love this. And he's just like trying to pitch this My product. My cat would hate the shit out of that. <laughs> he's just pitching this product. And then they cut to like an internal reel, just like a loop of a cat playing with the. And he's like, that is a cat near a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Probably dreamed of doing more with his life. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when he went home and said, someday I'm going to be crawling around in a sewer. and One day, I'm going to clean up chicken shit. And feel good about myself. Hell no. Here we are, back in that. And 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 now, see, this is the stuff we shot first. So we're all over here going, who is that? Looking at, you know, a a little tiny human figure with gray hair. Going, I, I swear to God, that's Christopher Walken. Was the set refrigerated for the penguins, or just to keep the water from stagnating? Well, that wouldn't help. I, I, why was it? Why was it cold? I, I assumed it was so you could see the actor's breath, which you almost never do. Uh, supposedly, um, according to IMDb, it was and Wikipedia it was for. They the say it was for the penguins, yeah. which I don't. I don't buy because the penguins. It, you know, this was there's the, penguins at the San Diego Zoo. This is the middle of the summer. As long as you give them water in the middle of summer, um, the penguins when they weren't shooting, they would walk them off the soundstage across the parking lot, and they had a little outdoor swimming pool for them to sit in. So as long as they're in cold water. They're pretty cool, you know, so to speak. Um, I, I figured it was you know, either because Tim Burton just wanted to make the studio really sad and suffer, like, okay, we're going to refrigerate the whole soundstage because it's going to be awesome, um, or they just never got the chilled breath effect that they were hoping for. Um, sometimes you do see some steam rising off of the water, which is nice because the water, I, I think, was even maybe heated a little bit. But um, 
but maybe you're not. This but seems yeah, here's, practical. Here's the, here's the, we're kidnapping all the firstborn in two shots, and then that's over. Yeah. Batman's going to foil that off camera. Yeah. How cold uh, was it? And it's, it, was it, it, like, it was so cold. Yeah. It was so cold <laughs> that night. Yeah. Uh, was, I'll tell you how cold it was that night. Wow, that's a... This is a commentary where we were like, oh, man, it was cold that yeah, day. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> it was so cold. He was cool, though. That guy, he was cool. So, like the uh, like the train, it was like... that's so an- in this scene, Danny DeVito, he has the umbrella. <laughs> yeah, this is holding umbrella and has the things... What's, Seriously. What's weird construction-wise about this one, too, is he's describing the evil plot that's already been foiled. We don't even get a chance to, like, think, oh, that's a really interesting, crazy plot. Seriously, yeah. you, Mike made me do this, and I didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't care, Mike. And then he made me do it, and then I was so happy he did. YouTube, Total Recall... Arnold commentary. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's Dude. <laughs> At one point, he it's him and Paul Verhaven doing the commentary. At one point, he interrupts Paul Verhaven, who's saying something presumably more insightful. <laughs> <laughs> he interrupts him to describe what is happening yeah. on screen. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Just I just want to one sec- one second, please. In this scene, I am on screen reacting yeah. to photons. Um, <laughs> this, this scene I'm here. I'm absorbing photons, and then I'm admitting yeah, them this- again. This scene here, let me just interrupt you to talk about what's happening on oh, screen. This scene this. here, I'm the penguin that was being a penguin in this scene. Um, <laughs> this is obviously a CG penguins, but this, these overs, these are all us, you know, all packed in there. <laughs> just um, walking by you. <laughs> and they're just, yeah, see, uh, over there, by there, see that little narrow lip by the, by the edge of the, uh, the, the refrigerator unit? That's where I was sitting, and they all just trudged past me. It was the weirdest moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but here, this is all, this is all our, us with our uh, Winston penguins for these over-the-shoulder shots. And I just remember watching Danny DeVito do this speech. This nut bar, St. Crispin's Day. And I remember yesterday when I revisited this movie, I realized I still remembered the whole speech. It's okay to be scared. I remembered the whole speech because he did it so many times. And I was like watching, you know, wow, I'm watching Danny DeVito trying to like make this speech work. And then they and then they had this uh, this whole thing where they they did they they, they, tr- they tried to cue all the penguins to go in at once and that was that didn't really ever work out. So it ended up being like a you know obviously a CG thing. But yeah, look at them. You put their. You put rocket packs on him, they're like, yeah, whatever. Cool. Did you have any moments with Tim Burton? I passed him once or twice. I didn't, uh, you know. Is he know. tall? Is he short? Is he fat? What's he? You know. He's uh, he's. Uh, is he a weird emo goth hot topic kid? <laughs> Did he keep yes. like sliding? He's his like a past? human god, and he smells like pine needles. I, I he's an alien. Stop asking me the question. <laughs> um, he's 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 a guy who was way over in the corner of the set by a monitor, you know, that whose face I saw once or twice. Just a dude. Um, uh, however, Christopher Walken. Funny you should mention. I was um, wondering when you're going to get into the Christopher we eventually, Walken. Mike just went to the bathroom. He's we eventually it. figured out that that was indeed Christopher Walken when we did the, you know, when in the reverse <laughs> order, when, you know, they they were doing the close-ups, and it was like, holy fuck, it's Christopher Walken. Somehow, this movie has Christopher Walken in it, in addition to Penguins and Batman, Catwomen. Um, somehow, yeah, see... I just sat, I watched that walk past me. I can't. I, that's why I keep laughing back here. I'm just yeah. like, oh my god. Trey. This is what I just I sat there, but they, it, it, <laughs> the fact that they were single file and they just kept going like an infinite thing, and they were the big ones and the small ones. And then I bet, but it was fantastic. Anyway, it's fantastic the way the penguins come by, the way the rocket, the rocket pack. Did you hear the penguins are wearing a rocket because they're going to shoot? Anyway, so when we did realize it was Christopher Walken, I was like, holy fuck, Christopher Walken, that's really wild. Um, and yet, if you did happen to encounter Christopher Walken in person, he just had the "I'm Christopher Walken" three foot, you know, sphere of "stay the fuck away." Like, you know, like it's it's like you said with chimps. 
it's like you know, you <laughs> <laughs> just had that vibe. Like uh, someone, someone else wrote years years ago, uh, way back when it just happened. Someone wrote anonymously a little a little article for a magazine about being a penguin puppeteer. I to this day, I don't know who it was that wrote that, but they clearly were one of us because they nailed exactly what it was like. And they said Christopher Walken apparently is in this movie. Um, I don't know why, and I don't know what his character is, but I'm pretty sure he wants to kill me, because that's just the vibe of. Being around Christopher Walken, this is those eyes just yeah. so so everyone just stayed the fuck away from him because he clearly probably wants to you know let's don't be an idiot and go up to Christopher Walken. He has the yes I know bubble all it, around. Exactly him. yes that's I am Christopher Walken now please move aside. Um, so this we shot this on the Universal lot like we said because this is the Esther Williams tank that they built for Esther Williams big swimming spectaculars years ago. So it's a Warner Brothers movie but we're on the Universal lot. I had just not that long before done the Hanna-Barbera project for Universal Florida, which had just recently opened. So we had, I'd spent a lot of time on the Universal lot already, so it was very familiar to me to be on the Universal lot. Um, I happened to run into, I believe her name was Patty, um, who was a, a secretary on the Universal project that I had done, uh, the, the, the theme park project. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He was like, oh, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. I'm working on the Batman movie on the soundstage that no one's allowed to visit because it was a totally closed set. It was no one could get on that set. Had have a, we had, all, had ID badges and everything else. And Patty goes, oh, um, well, Christopher Walken said I should come by and visit. I was like, what? <laughs> you know Christopher Walken? She goes, well, I was in the commissary, and he was sitting there eating lunch all by himself, and so I just went up and introduced myself and uh, asked if I could sit with him, and he said, sure, and we got to talk, and he's a really nice guy. <laughs> I was like, you just went up to Christopher Walken and started talking. Um, and he seemed really lonely, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and confused. Apparently that's the case. No one would come near him. I don't know. But she just walked up. It's like, hi. Is the story of he's Walker's sitting at the he's sitting at the Chris. He's sitting alone at the commissary at the at the place and it's taco day. Yeah, exactly. And a secretary walked up and said, These "Hey, tacos can I delicious. sit with you?" Yeah, and I, 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 oh boy. I I <laughs> exclaimed at the taco. So so she, he said you should come by the set. He said, you know, just casually you should come by visit the set. Everyone likes to See the set. So, so I'm standing the here. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you see it, you're just gonna say, "Wow!" You wouldn't believe the penguins. And so, so I'm standing. I'm literally standing there outside the set that no one can be on, um, with with Patty. And 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 sure enough, the door opens and he, he's coming towards us. And he's in he's in the outfit. He's in, he's walking offset. He's in the full outfit. He looks like freaking Dracula in daylight. He's got the run, cape. Trey, run! He's got the cape and he's coming closer. And I'm literally my every every fiber in my body is going get out, get out. You're shaking in your little space boots. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, get he's coming right Fight or flight. He's coming right towards us. Soon I won't be able to get away. Um, and he comes up and and Patty's like, hey, hi. I remember. And he was like. Oh yes, and he was like, "Oh yes, of course, yeah." Um, and then she goes, "Well, I, you know, you said I could come see the set. I just wondered, um, is this a good time?" And um, and he he says, "Well, I'm going. Uh, I have to go do a to my trailer and do a the thing." But um, and then he sees he turns to me, and I can't really express what that was like, <laughs> but try and picture in your mind: Christopher Walken turned and looked directly at me from less than three feet away. I spotted. I, I swear to God, I spotted a little bit. I was like, I was like, yeah. it was like that predator thing. It's like you know, the last thing you can do is like, well, if I shit myself, I'll be unappetizing. That's the only defense I have. Um, you know, maybe that <laughs> maybe will. Maybe his vision is based on. <laughs> maybe that will dissuade him from eating me, because um, it was just like, holy God. Um, it was, I'm not really. You're imagining me. It was some scary, scary shit. And and he just, and he saw that I had a badge because I'm clearly I'm not. That he, he didn't recognize me any other way, but he saw that I had a badge for access. 
And he said, would you take my friend, uh, Patty, to see the stage? I was like, I, whatever you want, Mr. Walken, just don't kill me. And uh, I didn't say that out loud, but in my head. And uh, and so then it's like so it was unfortunate because you know Patty didn't get the personalized tour from Christopher Walken. He detailed a lackey like myself <laughs> to go do it for him. I had to get her a badge and like you know because like, we were doing that all the time. It was a closed set unless you knew a penguin, because <laughs> we all had badges. We're all hanging out in the parking lot. You know, three hours till we're needed again. Like, can I borrow your badge for ten seconds? Yeah, sure. Boop. Someone you know sneak someone right in. Um, anyway, so I took Patty and I showed her the whole thing. But that was my one and only face to face with Christopher Walken. But uh, just, I, he just—he scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> he was—he was like a, just a ball of intensity. I had, I had, me to, I had run oh. to the bathroom when you uh, when you started I, that story. But did I you did mention this, Burton? Oh, go ahead. This set up here. See this? All this is all practical. Mm-hmm. This giant set. We're all. This was the other bizarro, surreal thing. Um, we're there. <laughs> we're there. This, all of all Spangler puppeteers were in that scene. We're all wearing white smocks and white hoods. Oh. And, and, and that was another surreal thing where I looked around myself and here's, here's all these penguins with all these rockets that are wired to launch. And all of us are like wearing full white laying down in the snow and they're like piling snow on top of us and everything else. We look like, like a, a History Channel documentary of like the really, really desperate Nazi plan at the very end of the war. <laughs> like we will come with the penguins and they will, not see, they will never suspect we would come from Norway and we would come from the north. And then we were the penguins. And it's like we were like the secret. We, we made endless jokes about we're the secret SS Nazi penguin troopers. Like, yes, they will never see this coming with the rockets and the penguins. <laughs> and it was just a, it was just surreal. Like once again, this is my job today: is to be Nazi SS penguin trooper man, and uh, wearing white and hiding in the fake snow. And uh, and the other thing that happened is, of course, all the rockets are on wires. So so it's like okay, and you know it's a big deal. You know all these things were going to go off at once, and they had all these cameras on us. Um, and they fired them all, and it was like zing, and they all take off, and none of us get burned, and the set didn't catch fire, so that was all good. Um, <laughs> and then in mid-celebration, all the rockets came back down, the <laughs> wires. And so it was like, we're all like, yes, yeah! <laughs> and these things all came slamming back down and smacked back into the penguins again. Bang, bang, bang. And they're smoking and smoldering and bits of ch- charred stuff is falling all over the place. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. I love the SS Penguin Troopers. The SS Penguin Troopers. Yeah, that was one of the weird Iron things. Sky 2, Sky yes, Harder. Yes, Iron Sky 2. That's Dodson's penguins. joke in the chat room. This time it's penguins. Dude, there should totally be just an episodic movie of like all of the desperate final <laughs> attempts of the Nazis. <laughs> and they get, they get more and more insane as it's like, we well, have painted this barn like yeah. a tiger. They'll never see this coming. That's just the whole. That would be the tagline. They ne- they'll never see this coming. That's what's on the post. Dude, okay, they're literally green light, man. Six seasons in a movie. Now they're literally standing where I was sitting when the penguins marched by me. So yeah, they're right there oh in that my little God. corner. Ah, oh, look at that poison smoke. Yep, nice and black and thick. It's crazy. Chris Walken's that intense. I mean, you'd think he'd be kind of like. You think he'd kind of shatter his intensity? He'd be like, "I know it's, I yeah. know I'm intense." Yeah, he doesn't have any like sort Tom of. Tom Cruise can't be Tom Cruise. He's all got the no time. filter. He's yeah. got no. He's well, just he, going to be like he didn't that day. You, and should, those take, also, you, know, you should take my friend onto the, the set. Uh, yeah. uh, like I said, I don't know if you already mentioned this, but in the trivia, apparently. Tim Burton didn't want to cast him because he was scared of Christopher Walken. (laughs) (laughs) Who isn't? (laughs) And I think it was the casting director that that made the original suggestion. Uh And then Tim Burton Burton said that. And (laughs) and the casting director was like, Tim, he's supposed to be scary. (laughs) (laughs) But if you uh, really, I mean, the the kind of movies Tim Burton (laughs) makes, it's like, really, you scared that? Hey, where does black eye makeup go? Yeah, seriously. Hope someone lost a job over (laughs) that. 
Rip. See, Again, I, I nine years old, yeah. totally bothered me. Yeah. Was like, wait a second. Wait, I would have loved to see him with the raccoon circles. Yeah. I think that would have been great. We made a, a what was it? Was it Roger Rabbit? We were talking about with regards to the 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 well, the cowl only kind of covers your orbit. It doesn't cover like the flesh of your eyelids. Kick so, ass. We talked about it because you it, actually it see kick, him. Pain oh, kick ass. Kick ass. Yeah. Where it's like, so that means that he has black yeah eyeshadow all over his face. Yeah. So when he takes it off, he should have black eyeshadow yeah. all over his face. And he doesn't kick ass enough. He should here. look like Peter Mayhew. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, Selena's just a little too messed up. I, yeah. I think I would only date her for six months maximum. Yeah. <laughs> and cha- you'd have to change your number. And yeah. I, I have yeah. a Chris Farley question for Trey. What? Remember when you were on Batman Return? It was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. Is Chris Walken tall? Is he tall? I remember him being tall, tall, but again, that's in the, the mind's eye. He might he might, <laughs> he might have just been. He might be four feet tall. I don't know. <laughs> but you remember looking up I, going, I remember him being 14 feet tall. Yeah. Yes. Because so, he was approximately. Walken's always struck me as like a six foot one. Two to mature. three stories high, as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> if you jumped off of him, you would die, basically. That's <laughs> yes. All he... or, or vice versa, yeah. Uh, hey, Brian. Yes, sir. All things considered, how do you feel about Michelle Pfeiffer in a spandex suit trying to get you with a whip? Uh mm. yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, go, I was, go also, flight, go flight. I remember seriously, like we're go on fetish. Yeah. Hotter, like even all With like that. ripped up. Oh no, that's just like even better off. now. Oh, okay. God. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Curiously, <laughs> I even <laughs> like. No, that totally makes sense. that totally works. Um, Mike, are you into it? A little bit. Eh. But <laughs> oh, he's just no. well, See, well, damn it! That's, that's how awesome. I'm waiting he, for the although, scene where Mike's although, like, you know what? Yep. Uh, well, well, Mike, well, actually, Mike experimented actually, a little bit in college. I'm, There's no, nothing wrong I, with that. I'd say I'd say she's right on the edge because there are some like you mentioned Catherine Zeta Jones and Entrapment, and uh, I mean, yeah. you know, with the, I la- with the lasers and the butt, <laughs> yeah, the, the butt and the yeah, lasers, exactly. And... Um, and this is yeah, sure, sure. I'll say this one. <laughs> 1992 Michelle Pfeiffer yeah I'm never gonna be in the position to have to follow through on that so yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> okay if you had to you're saying that yeah, you exactly. could go back if you, if you were if I could go back if you found time, yourself in 1992 and she was in the uh, in the she was in the Catwoman stuff. outfit for first and time listeners Mike is gay yeah. that's the point yeah. of this whole thing <laughs> see that's the whole thing we're doing there and if I had to to get back to my time <laughs> then <laughs> there's only one way <laughs> No, anything but yeah, that. Yeah, I could certainly probably find a way. <laughs> I think I think we just have the most awesome independent film concept. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. We're totally making that movie. That's awesome with my insider knowledge. Oh my god. To get back to my time. <laughs> There's only one way to get back to your own time. No! Marty <laughs> Anything but that. I have to keep my okay, mom okay. from this head. Home. Scary head, scary head. Okay, see the scary head? Yeah. Okay. I have a story about the scary head. Okay, my, tell the story. my favorite Hollywood story. Okay. Well, well, we'll do it at the credits roll. It'll be oh. my it'll be my wrap up because the movie's Jeez. only got like 4 minutes left to go anyway. This is my favorite joke. Oh. My favorite joke in the movie is this one. Oh yeah. Where, the, uh, where he pulls them, he pulls them, and, and he goes, ah, I picked the cute one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Like, literally, he would have killed He's self-aware yeah. of his bad parasol. He would have killed Batman, except he grabbed the wrong fucking umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> he actually would have achieved it. Yeah, man. So I, I, what I was going to say Go is ahead. that I I remember a, I, even at a young age the opposite side being very impressed and a little confused that I'm like how did she figure out this nine lives thing because she just like decided that was the rules but she she lucked out mind <laughs> over matter man it's like Everest yeah. do it 
No, the thing, what's weird about this movie, I wasn't going to bring this up, but it's funny. Uh, the Penguin reminds me of a teacher I didn't have, but I saw him all around the school all the time. Like, a bunch of my friends had him, because there was, you know, two or, there were like two or three history teachers at my school, and I got this guy, and he was one of the other guys. And the thing about him, his Wait, name was... I'm, I'm sorry, Trey, can you please explain how this is supposed to work? How the penguins have picked him up <laughs> yeah. somehow. I was not involved in this scene. They're, 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 they're not even touching they're him. They're not touching him at all. <laughs> they're using, they don't have any opposable digits. They're using their magical penguin mind powers. Penguin that's powers, the, That's dude. the surprise ending, that the penguins are actually... The really big ones have psychic telekinesis Deuce ex penguina. I think yeah, his name exactly. was Mr. Benz at Clay Junior High School in Carmel, Indiana. And the thing about him was... And he was he seemed like a nice guy. I never had him as a teacher. I'm sure he's a great teacher, but... He was he was a, he was a larger guy, but somehow the shape of his body took on this form where if he was looking straight at you, svelte. But then he would turn and he'd look like a quarter from the side, <laughs> like he'd be all of a sudden you'd see like this weird round thing, where if he turned back to you he's flat, but then he turns away from you and he's. So he was like it was exactly like a, sorry Mr. Benz if you ever hear this, it was exactly like a fat guy had gotten pushed through some small crevice, <laughs> and then stayed that way. And the other thing I remember about him is that he came to a point in front of his belly button. Like, he wasn't, like, round fat. He was triangle fat. Wow. wow. He, was a, he was weird. And, and when I saw this movie this morning, I was like, oh, my God. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> wow. That would have been weird if that was Mr. Benz. <laughs> <laughs> he was the penguin all along. Framed him. <laughs> Shit. Framed him. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the penguin is so unsuccessful at everything he did. <laughs> like, I just feel bad at yeah, the end. I'm poor, like, poor he, guy. He didn't get, like, if he did at least... bad life. He had a pretty yeah. good motivation, at least at the beginning. He yeah. just wanted to be part yeah. of society parents, and find his parents, parents and were find jerks, out man. why they did what they did. And he was apparently totally that, foiled. Apparently that was a lie, but... but yeah, he plays it so credibly that he does, it, yeah. it feels like that. In the was beginning, you, you're totally on board. And then with he that changed his mind because fuck the city, you know, or yeah. something, which would have been a, now, a decent arc. Trey, he's just rebelling against the one percent, like we all are. Right? Yeah. In the behind behind the scenes, he and the others say that, you know he uh, stays in character through the takes. Did you see that? I was don't that remember true? that. DeVito. They said that he oh. stayed in character. He, he stayed in costume. I'll get, I'll, I saw that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't remember him staying in character. Maybe he, I don't remember that at all. Did, it was, it was did, actually, did Danny DeVito ever come up and try to get you to do his bit? Yeah, like, hi, how are you? I, I did not have any stories like that, no. Um, the, the, it was a big secret what his makeup looked like. He would come, he, when they would bring him to the set for the makeup trailer. Like in a shroud? Well, he, literally, yeah. He was on a, he was, they would come in the golf cart, but they had the back, like, Shrouded off like it was like a covered wagon, huh. and then they would like h- put a blanket over him and he'd go because it was set. a spoiler that yeah it was but the big secret was what did the penguin look like just like what did the, you know the the Nolan what does the, the Joker, Joker look like you yeah know, it was a big deal and so it was you know we weren't supposed to, and we were, obviously we were checked for cameras they had security at the doors and all that kind of stuff they didn't um, take your cell phones. Uh, they did actually. <laughs> they, they 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 said that cell phones couldn't be. But those were easy for, to spot because oh. we, we had a back for at least ten years. <laughs> we were not allowed to have cell phones uh, for uh, that took pictures. Um, although uh, actually, their their uh, crack security team. I actually, um, I actually, the one other than uh, Patty, uh, the the one person that I ever smuggled onto the set was oh. J. Michael Straczynski, ah. who um, oh, this Babylon does have Five, the yeah, Babylon Never Five mind. guy. Um, as uh, cause I he, didn't know you knew Straczynski. I don't, and to this day I don't. But uh, at the time we didn't have the web, but we had you know the internet existed, and we had CompuServe, um, <laughs> and kind of, he had a thing because I think Babylon Five w- had been already a thing. Yeah, um, he had he had a whole yeah, thing and he Babylon was he 5. was always like no, he, well, active he, no, on I'm the saying, boards for the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he, I'm saying he's he was the creator of Babylon Five, yeah. but I think it already happened because he he was doing Murder She Wrote by this point, which was on the Universal Live hey, as well. Think. 
That's Mike Fink. And also, you'll see another name you'll recognize coming up in a while. Uh, um, not mine. Somebody else. Um, but uh, the... Bob Kane. Yeah, Bob Kane. Project Same Consultant. Bob Kane? Uh, yeah. well, Project Consultant. Yeah, I would hope they consulted him at least a little bit. Really? You can't really tell. But, <laughs> well, um, they paid him a lot of money. Wait, to, yeah, am I thinking of the wrong... Bo- I'm thinking of the TFN Bob Kane. No, who did those no, Batman no, movies. No, no, I'm thinking no, of Bob no. Kane who invented Batman is who yes. we're talking about. Am I making that up? Wasn't the TFN guy who made those Batman movies Bob Kane I also? Think, I don't think his first name was Bob. I think it was... Tom Kane? Kane. No, Tom Kane's a voice guy. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Trey was talking. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, and what was I talking about? I don't know. Oh, uh, oh Straczynski yeah. was on was on his forum, you know, and people were talking, and you know, it's, it's text, CompuServe is uh, text only, but but he said, yeah, and the big thing is they're shooting Batman on a lot right now, and, and you know, and everyone wants to get on the set, and I can't get on the set. And I like, sent him an email like, I can get you on the set. So Michael Straczynski, who I only met that one time ever, um, came and uh, John Rosengrant nominated for. I was going to say Kevin Murphy. Nominated for an Oscar, nominated for an Oscar this year for say uh, for Real Steel. Crash McCurry also yeah. around. I was say uh, is that Don the same Johnson. Don Johnson who's the prop maker foreman? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he came and he came and showed up and I introduced myself and uh, I, I smuggled him onto the, the the set so he got to see the set um, and uh, and then I said hey I'd like to you know visit the Murder She Wrote set sometime that'd be cool because I'm a whore for any set um, I couldn't really play off that I was like a big Angela Lansbury fan but <laughs> I thought it would be cool to you know be on a set and he goes well Angela doesn't like visitors on a set. So, oh, fuck me. Okay, so well, I'm glad you enjoyed your, your visit to our set. Well, these though. days, you don't like visitors on your sets. That's so right. I fine. understand that. It, make, it makes sense. Still, so I did, I did J. Michael Straczynski a favor and uh, didn't pay off at all. <laughs> yeah, and it got me nothing. Trey? Exactly. Trey? Hasn't. That's yeah. right. We Not didn't. Yeah. We saw him. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we went to the thing at the I Writers did, Guild. Well, we did, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I would have said, you probably don't remember this, but I smuggled you onto the Batman mm, set. You remember going to the Batman Return set? Remember there was a guy that got you <laughs> on? <laughs> the, uh, Hi, I'm Trey. That would be me. That would be me Interesting. Who did that. Now we made it all the way to the credit roll without saying anything substantive about the actual performance and character of Batman by Michael Keaton. Uh, I thought he was okay. fine. Uh, yeah. Is yeah. there anything? I to believe be it's here, Boss Film Studios. Um, not not too long after this, of course. I Michael Keaton remains a stalwart. Yeah, remains a stalwart. <laughs> I worked for I worked for Boss Film a few years later, uh, obviously on Species, but. Um, so a lot of these names are people that I work with. Interesting. But, um, but hold on, let's see. Optical, I've seen a couple people who I know that are visual effects supervisors now. Digital camera operator. Steven, what? No. Yes. Really? Steve Stanton. <laughs> Steve Stanton. Otherwise known as Obi-Wan and the Emperor in The Return of Pink in 5. In The Return of Pink 5 and now uh, Lucasfilm voiceover artist. That is the same Steve Stanton. So the guy that is that we know as an amazing voice and, and impressions guy. Originally was a film I.O. Was, a, was an I.O. on Batman Returns. Yes. Was and, that when and, you met and, him? And many other. No, I didn't meet him there. I met him at Tippett because he was a film I.O. guy at Tippett. And so then, you worked on a movie with Steve Stanton before you knew him. Before I met him, I worked on several movies before I knew him, and then uh, I got to know him, and then I found out later that he was like getting into voiceover and acting, and I was like, "Hey, oh, that's great, man, good job, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll do Can fine." Can you do Obi Wan Kenobi? And he, he could. You might remember from Return of the Pink Five how good the Obi Wan and the Palpatine were. That's apparently <laughs> so, the I O guy from yeah. Batman Returns. That, that's clearly you know the I O guy uh, from Jabba's Castle. Jarvis Gozel. He shows up everywhere. Well, of yeah. course. I was like, that's a really w- cool explosion. I By the way, there's probably a really great documentary P- to be made about does, this Gozel. Does, does PDI even exist anymore? Pacific Data? They yeah. were really early. Uh, no, well, they just went down, didn't yeah. they? Just in the last couple of years. What? At this, in this time, you They're had, a separate like, entity from Pacific Title, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then yeah, I, I don't think so. PDI was one of the early computer graphics companies along with Metrolite. Oh, Pacific Title is probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't know if Metrolite still exists either, um, but they were among hmm. the early early movie computer graphic companies. Anyway, okay, so in terms of wrapping up, I'm going to do mine, then Brian, then Dorkman, then Trey's going to tell his story, I'll, I'll and we'll go out on story. that. Okay. All right, um, Batman Returns. I am glad to have seen a Bat... I'm, I'm probably never going to have occasion 
particularly <laughs> to watch any of the other pre-Nolan Batman because I don't even care about the Nolan Batmans. I thought Dark Knight was great and I enjoyed Batman Begins, but I don't care that much. Uh, but I had a, I was glad to have an opportunity to actually just you have to watch it, just watch it and see that it was in fact exactly what I thought everything a Tim Burton Batman movie could be. <laughs> uh, and I I have actually I walk away from this a knowing what Michelle There's Pfeiffer a does. There's stuntman whose last name has no vowels in Smurge. it. Smurge. Brian Smurge. Do you know him? I I recognize the name. Anyway, I I I'm happy to walk away I, knowing I that so. Michelle Pfeiffer has ever done anything because I never saw what lies beneath. And I was I was actually I walk away with a newfound sort of oh hey good job buddy for Danny DeVito because I know Danny DeVito is more of a comic actor and it's interesting to see him play semi vigilante evil ruthless guy. Uh, it was it was fun to see that and uh, otherwise it was it was fucking a Tim Burton movie with Batman in it sometimes. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, Batman Returns. I'm sure it's one of the one of the better. Batman things, but it, I, I, I'm, you know, if Eddie was here, he might punch me, and that would, I would be punched into birth. It would be like amazing, <laughs> but I, I don't care that much about Batman or any particular superhero. But this was fun, I guess. I didn't grow up with it, so I don't have much to say about it. Brian, I did grow up with it, and I don't know if I have <laughs> much more to say about it. Uh, I worked on it. I don't have a lot <laughs> yeah. to say about it. So uh, this is your fault, Vorm. Yeah. Um, we, we made it, guys. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. I've got a great story. We'll go out on that. It's gonna be fine. I I liked it growing up. There there are pieces that I like. I it's I've liked the non Batman pieces, but there's not a lot of Batman to it. I mean, I like the pieces that of what Oz, of Penguin and Oswald Cobblepot is in there. I wish I What's, would like to see that movie, like that what continue like self contained story. I would love to see. What is the thing you like about Batman Returns, Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito, obviously, yeah, definitely brings in one of the best performances, uh, as, as does Michelle Pfeiffer. He just kind of owns the scene every time. Yeah, and Christopher Walken is amazing as well, of course. Um, I like the this social satire commentary aspect of it, this politics that will just pull this you know random, really wretched monster of a human being out of total obscurity and manufacture this, th- and we'll just fool the people into doing whatever. Like, but enough about Sarah Palin. Exactly. But, you know, it's that's... I wish, you know, that had been a more cohesive idea. That's not really a Batman movie, so it wouldn't have been a Batman movie. But um, look at the shit they did in Dark Knight. Yeah. It's the, you you would have thought a lot of that stuff. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, over overseas and money laundering and stuff like that through China. That's not a Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. so. Um, it's the first half of you one. Know, somehow, anyway. somehow in there, there's a. I think there's a theme of. Perception versus reality versus yeah. the exterior person versus the interior person. Yeah. That some dots missed getting connected. Yeah, yeah. In the A and the B plot, there, I think it might be. An it's issue. probably a, probably an artifact of having multiple drafts uh, and they just you know things get dropped and picked up and never really get connected in a cohesive way. Good movie, but bad movie, works. Um, wow, pe- none of those. <laughs> <laughs> none of the above. Pieces of it are fine as a whole, cohesive, singular entity of a film. No, I mean, it's it's too disjointed to say that it works, I think. Interesting. Personally. Mike, what did you learn here today, man? Yeah, this this movie is certainly, well, I, you know, it's the first time since probably, you know, the last <laughs> childhood. Ten years, yeah, probably since this childhood week that I actually time. seen it again this week. And, uh, yeah, if I'd, if I'd cared more, I'd probably be more upset. <laughs> because Because it's exactly yes. what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, 
if if I had given this movie any thought in the last ten years, I probably would have been like, oh man, if they'd only done this and connected yeah. the dots in a little bit of a way and stuff like that, and I'd be really frustrated by all the missed <laughs> opportunities. But because I haven't thought about any of that, I'm just kind of like, meh, didn't really work, <laughs> you know, and just and fine. Um, but it's gonna and, haunt you uh, now, though. Yeah, exactly. So it's meh. It's. I thought it was for for a time. I thought it was better than Batman Return, uh, the original Batman. But that's probably just because it was, even though it's like more kind of sick and twisted, <laughs> it appeals more to a kid somehow. Because because it's Batman, flashier and it's cooler. Yeah, it's flashier exactly. Um, it's bigger. What do you take away from it? What's really? the thing where you're like, you know, what was good about Batman Returns though? Blank. Well, well. First of all, I just want to say, how did nobody pay any attention to this movie? Why do they keep giving Tim Burton action things? Like they, it's, he's not an action. <laughs> he can't. Director. He cannot he can't. pull off action scenes. Um, and uh, wait, wait, has he done? Wait, he did who, Planet of the Apes. Planet they tried the to get him. They tried to get him doing the Superman reboot. Mm, um, yeah, so well, he was like, the Batman guy. Exactly. Basically, they were hiring yeah. him so that he could in, he could basically well, they try hired, to like finagle until, Elfman into writing. Until they found out what he wanted to do with Superman. Yeah. And, and they hired him for the, They hired him for the same reason that they just hired Chris Nolan. Oh, he's the Batman guy. He'll save us. Yeah. But Chris Nolan actually might <laughs> yeah. being involved. Nolan's so, producing Superman. He is producing with Snyder Snyder's directing? Man of Steel. Yes. So we'll see. Oh, okay. That's. I agree with you on we'll see. Because yeah. on one I'll hand, I'll see you at the theater. You sir. say yeah. Chris Nolan. He doesn't have to direct. He doesn't have to like. You know, obsess for his like the next two years on it, but he has to produce it mm-hmm. and be there to go. That's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. No, no. E- e- back, back, back. back. And also, back. Uh, do that. Hey, Zach, Zach, but look Zach, at me. But Zach, no. but Zach <laughs> Snyder. Yeah, exactly. What, one second. Just one. One. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but Zach Snyder. With Nolan producing might be a badass and, superhero movie. I, 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 and, Goyer, and Goyer writing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. the, story, right. the story Nolan told at the Hero Complex Film Festival a couple years ago was they were in the middle of writing, I think it was Dark Knight, and then you're just sitting across the table, Goyer and uh, uh, Nolan from each other. That's a hell of a table. Yeah. And Goyer just like randomly one day was like, you know, I think I know how to make Superman work. <laughs> and told him this idea, and Nolan was like, "Yeah, yep, all right, yep." And then, so that, and all right. So what do you take away from about it? Goyer, but anyway, um, like, what was good? I don't know. Obviously, the the production design and stuff like that. Like you said, the, the, art the design style stuff? is very just like, damn. Um, you can you can look at this and know what the fuck this is. Uh, uh the per- the performances. Michael Keaton's is kind of not because he's not hardly in this movie. But um, Danny DeVito as the Penguin is a I mean, he's, uh, aside from the 60s one, this is the only big screen penguin that we've got. Yeah, so he's like yeah. the iconic penguin, and it's it, I, I'm okay with that. Um, and uh, it's it's different because he is actually supposed to be dapper, but I like the way that they made, like, this twisted, like, he just, he's trying to be that guy, <laughs> but he's not. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, she's great. Like we said, per, uh, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, she's great at actually portraying the a weird amount of depth in yeah. in the character and and what she's going through. Also hot. I, I, yeah, and yep. we've discovered I'd hit that, I guess. And <laughs> if uh, you had to get back to your own time, <laughs> if, I had, oh, if and she would hit back, that's his the, life depended that's the, that's on the, it. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. But like you said, I'm like I'm probably not going to watch this movie again. <laughs> let's be honest. So. Like there's nothing in it that I would even fast forward to. Like yeah. there's the Jim Carrey and 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 Two Face scenes and you know forever or whatever. The, the, mm-hmm. In this, I'm like, pfft. now Trey. Yeah. Before you go into your story, because I I'm, I'm psyched. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to build it up too much. But yeah. but but summarize your opinion of the movie Batman Returns. I hadn't seen it in a long time, like I said, and so you know watching it, finally kind of rediscovering it. 
just kind of like, ah, yeah, it's a big, it's a big sloppy mess. It's a, it's a movie that doesn't know, you know, it's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel by God. You know, it's, it's, it's a thing that's been this? happening. No, for, no, this, no, this. been quite a while. It's like we have all the money in the world and no good ideas. Um, but, but we know that, you know, there's already a thing called Catwoman and there's already a thing called the Penguin. Um, fuck it. Let's just put them both in and, uh, you know, and, and we'll do some kind of crazy political allegory and, and, uh, you know, and, and yeah, there'll be Batman. Fine. Whatever. You know, we learned from the first one that Batman doesn't matter to these movies. So not great has its moments. It's yeah, it's just a, it's 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 a little bit of a paycheck movie for as, as you said for a lot of people involved. Um, I think I think Michelle Pfeiffer is the one who is Walks away is the it. most invested in the movie. Like she really has the most like to lose from blowing it, you know. As a, and Danny DeVito uh, as well being I think in that category. And they both like I think they're the, the strongest things about the movie is them. The fact that they just totally commit to playing these insane characters that they're playing, and I think they both they both do a really good job. I watched this and I was thinking. Like, I had come to the conclusion, I have since revised it, but that's in a second. I come to the conclusion, Michael Keaton doesn't have a personality <laughs> at all. He doesn't have one. Like, he's like Christian Bale. He's, he's good. He's, he's good he'll, he'll show up. If you comedy, give him something. In comedies. He was like the wild well, yeah, comedy dude. Beetlejuice. I was going to say, that's, like that's Beetlejuice, I, was, I was comparing him to Christian uh, Maybe Orlando Bloom more than that. Or even perhaps Sam Worthington, where it's like, I get a sense that that guy doesn't have a personality. But if you, right, nice, if you give him the right, if you give him, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 animals like him. But if you give him the right thing, it's like there he is, there yeah. he is. Okay, but in the wrong it's thing, like it's just Lloyd like doesn't in person seem to ha- in person doesn't seem to have a lot. The of only, the only, sure he's a nice guy as well. The only second of this movie where I went, there's Michael Keaton for just a blink, uh, was when he's meeting Michelle Pfeiffer for the first time, and he's like, did I said, didn't I say that? That one line, <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's a guy right there. Yeah. And then he was gone again. For a moment, he was an actual person acting like a person. And actually, and actually that seems funny because even she, like, she's all totally zoned and weird and, and has just lost her mind. But even she's like, no, that's, no, that's not what you said. a weird conversation right now. <laughs> what's wrong actually, with him? <laughs> yeah, what's his problem? I think the, I think the all-time seem right to you? The all-time embodiment of the idea that, oh, that guy doesn't have a personality until you give him one is Daryl Hammond from SNL, who mm. can do, I think it's Daryl Hammond, Daryl something. Daryl Hammond, do yeah. Any, he can do an impression, any impression of anybody. Perfectly. But then you te- see him in interviews, it's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, insightful. Thanks. <laughs> that was useful. Please tell me to be somebody. All right. So, Trey, I hear tell you have a story. I do. Um, and like, like I said, it's, it's, it's my favorite story of my own um, that I've experienced. And it's a, it's a, it, it contains a moral that I've kept with me ever since. Um, it may not be your favorite story to listen to. but it's like I'll sh- an episode I'll, of Scooby-Doo. I'll share it with you now. So gather close. Get yourself some hot chocolate. Get comfortable. I'm going to tell you my favorite story of all time. Um, <laughs> see, see how my voice went all like FM DJ all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was 1992. He's doing his NPR voice? Where ni- jazz lives it was, on. It was 1992. Yeah, we're going till dawn. Um, that, so the burned up head, that one shot of the burned up head. Um, that burned up head was made by my friend Bill Corso, who I've mentioned in other movies. Bill Corso has gone on to be an Academy Award winning uh, makeup artist and and uh, as personal makeup artist to both Jim Carrey and Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah, um, at the time he was already doing really well, um, really established. I'd known him for a few years. I'd known him since he got out of makeup school, and he was a good buddy of mine. Um, and just by a weird coincidence, because he wasn't, I don't believe, involved in the rest of the movie. He didn't, he didn't work for Stan. He was working for Steve Johnson at the time. I was no longer working for Steve Johnson. I'd gone freelance. But I forget why. But one day, one evening, I went over to Steve Johnson's shop to visit Bill, um, who was making that burned-up head 
for the movie because it was just sort of a last minute thing. It's like, yeah, we're doing this thing, you know, like a lot of movies. They're like, you know what? We actually probably are going to want a shot of like the burned up Christopher Walken face. Um, just so we know he's dead. Exactly. Just so we establish that he's dead because in these movies you never know otherwise. And so we just want to establish that, yeah, he's dead. Um, and I think the movie may have already even been long finished being shot and it was going to be an insert thing. Um, I, I forget the exact timing, but it was just literally like he, he just got a freelance gig. Like, look, we just need a burned up head. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna like cast Christopher Walken or anything else. We just need like a, a burned up head. And like I told the story already about how <laughs> Tim Burton sent along a little drawing that looked like a Q-tip that was like black. <laughs> it should look like this with big bug eyes. Okay, got it. Large um, Marge, right there with exactly. you. Exactly, yeah. uh, Beetlejuice, Johnny Edward, Edward Scissorhands, you name it. So, so I, for whatever reason, I go over. Bill was using. I think he was still working at Steve's at the time, or maybe he was just borrowing the use of Steve's shop um, to build this head. It was just he was just gonna knock it out real quick. So I went to visit him, and it's at night, and no one else was there. It was just the two of us in the shop. And he's what he did is he just took a, a just took a regular latex head, just out of a pulled it out of a mold, um, kind of did some quick hacking, carving on it, kind of shaped it to look kind of like Christopher Walken, and then and then was going to literally torch it with a blowtorch to to crisp it up. So so once he got to the point of of crisping it with a blowtorch. Um, you don't want to do that standing in the shop. So so he took the head, we took it down to the floor of the shop, opened up the big garage bay door, because the shop was one of those just converted warehouse places, and opened up the big garage bay door and set the thing on a table right outside by the parking lot. So you're not inhaling burnt latex. So we're not latex. inhaling burnt latex smoke and filling the shop full of it. Um, and then proceeded to continue to, to torch it up and kind of, you know. And so we're just, you know, the two of us are standing there. It's about 8 o'clock at night. It's dark out. The two of us are standing there by a warehouse door <laughs> in an empty parking lot, torching ahead with a blowtorch. Hollywood. Hollywood, like you do. And uh, and just talking, shooting the breeze. And these, as I recall, three neighborhood kids come riding by because this is a big empty parking lot. You know, it's cool to ride your bikes in a big empty parking lot after hours. So, um, And there's this one garage door is open in this bank of warehouse buildings and, and there's this light coming out and these guys are doing something. So they, you know, they kind of cruised around in circles, you know, like they do and then kind of Got intrigued. <laughs> I know what these guys were doing. So they rode up to us. And they're like 14, 15, 16 years old, I'm guessing. They're on their, you know, BMX racer bikes. And uh, <laughs> blowtorch in the guy's head. And you can look in, you know, you can look into the open door and there's the shop. And it's, you know, every, every square inch of the shop is covered with monsters and creatures and corpses are hanging every which way and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we're like, hey, hey, guys, how's it going? <clears throat> and the boldest of the kids, clearly the leader of, <laughs> of the group, said, "What are you guys doing?" And uh, and we said, "Well, uh, just making a uh, you know making a thing. What are you doing?" And he's looking inside, like trying to figure out what the hell goes on in this <laughs> demented shop with all these you know corpses and things hanging around. And um, and Bill goes, "Well, we're working on a, uh, doing a thing for a, doing this head here." Um, and he's like, "You know, what is that? What are you doing?" And he says, "Well." Um, See, we're making it for a for a movie. And it's like, You're doing it for a movie? It's like, yeah, you know how, um, you know, in a movie you see like like, some, like makeup or a monster or something like that. Um, that's what we do. And he points to the shop, and it's all full of all the stuff. And the kid, the kid, like literally, he like sat back on his bike, and he like looked at me, and he looked at Bill, and he said. No, man, they got special guys to do that. 
and rode away. <laughs> so that to me sums up <laughs> what what it's like to work in this industry. Yeah. Is it's not you. It's not me. We we're <laughs> not the guys that bring the magic. There are special guys who do that. And they don't was he like picturing us. an elf? I don't know what he was picturing, but clearly me and Bill were not it. <laughs> and and he didn't even have to wait to argue about it. He knew he was right, and he rode away. <laughs> in the chat room, Dodson says, you're special to me, Trey. Aw, <laughs> oh, so you haven't met me in person. But no, Just right. A couple dudes. But Canada WD-40 in a latex head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty burnt. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. We're in show business. <laughs> so Hollywood. Anytime you, anytime you feel, I'm just saying, anytime you're feeling kind of full of yourself, just remember. They, they got, got special, special guys. They got that. special guys to do what you do. <laughs> this has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to iTunes to get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash Down in Front. Facebook Down in Front Show. Email us at Down in Front Show at gmail.com. Go to the forum, subscribe, register, become part of the conversation. It's a one. It's really getting to be really cool, the forum, so please do register. And at the forum and on Twitter, every week we announce when the live shows are happening, so you can be a chat member like Dodson, who thinks Trey is special, and be here for the live shows Aww. every single week. Um Holden Hill Design and maintain the website. Oh, no. I have to pee really badly. Buy our, buy <laughs> you should. You should. You should have gone before we started. You should, you should probably. You should probably uh, like buy some of our shirts. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Did you say the part about? You said it. Okay, oh, the no, PayPal go. thing. The PayPal. Yes, yes. Also, we have a PayPal link. You could just like. Um, oh, what's that D word? I hate you so much. Do, do, donut. Donut. <laughs> I'm just some gonna money. A, Do- donate. Some I'm gonna money. have a long, refreshing drink of my coke donate while you're some talking. Money, uh, so we can we can drink lots and lots of water during our podcasts, and just kind of drink that water and have a lot of water in our body, and just drink some water. You know what I should do? P- I should pour this into a glass because I love the gurgling sound that it makes. That Until next so week, my name is T. Christie. Brian Fittender. My cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Joker. But anyway, yeah. and Trace Oaks. It's been out front. Good night. Good night. Go pee. Good night. Go pee. <laughs> Danny Elfman. Brian's going to be doing the music hard. Brian's got to go pee off. Okay, I don't know what that was, but that was not Danny Elfman at the end. Even for Burton, that was a little weird. That was word for a Burton movie, even. Trendsinyourhead.com.